We're back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, and I don't play this. I'm sorry, I just read I, your shirt. Yeah, I do this is on the back. I do this is there on the back. I don't, I don't play, play this, this. I, I do this. And this is the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. I'm the Big Ugly. And we are live in the mansion once again with Jam and Jason in the house. And we've got two very special guests and a return guest and a brand new guest. This is the biggest podcast that we've had so far in the mansion, Big Ugly. Biggest podcast ever. We're in one of the bigger rooms of the 27 <laughs> rooms of the mansion. Uh, and this is good. So we've got EWA Timekeeper. He is the man they call Ron, Ron Burgundy. Ron, Ron Burgundy is here. I, I mean, I'm, I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm, I'm Joe Clone. <laughs> yes. He's Joe Clone. That's, uh, that's me. And we also have uh, EWA Pro Wrestling Superstar and SWO Pro Wrestling Superstar. And I'm sure he's gotten around a lot of other places. Professional wrestler extraordinaire Chris Burns is in the house. Welcome to the mansion, Chris. Thank you for having me. No problem. Now, you and I have had our uh, dealings before when I've been a referee and you've been a wrestler. You've hit me in the face a couple of times. You deserve it. That, well, okay. <laughs> that's, the, that's beside the point. We're here on the podcast and we're here to have a good time. This bring up negativity over <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to grab both business. Yeah. So, you know, history is so moving forward well, So I remember, so, so we were talking about this one time. Yeah, you hit me. You super kicked me. And, uh, you know, but how are you doing nonetheless? See, yeah, and we came out better for that. TJ was here. We squashed it. But Chris is right. We're here to talk pro wrestling, and we're glad to have you in the mansion, Chris. Thanks for, thanks for having me. No problem. Um, so Big Ugly, we, we started talking offline. We always try not to talk offline because we have more to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but let's just... Uh, yeah, you crushed my dreams. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to do that. And we're, we're going to get into why. He does that a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But uh, first of all, let's talk about how we're blowing up. I know we talked about this before, but if you just joined the Dirty Ugly podcast world, um, just recently we put up a bonus episode, Brian S. Gamble, Behind the Storm, formerly known as Desert Storm EWA Pro Wrestling, and uh, he is a videographer, he is a creator, he's been a book. He, he's done it all. We've got more full downloads in 24-hour period than we've ever seen before, and it's still blowing up. Can you believe this? Man, I'm loving it, and also we've got more followers. Every time we put up a podcast, right. we get more followers on SoundCloud. That's cool. And it all comes down to SoundCloud, but we got iTunes. Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. Absolutely. And we've got a whole lot of archived episodes. Jim and Jason, you've been a, part of a lot of them now. You still liking how Dirty Ugly Wrestling's going? Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, and you keep time. coming back for more. Keep coming back for more, yeah. That's good. And, uh, you know, the man they call Joe, Joe Clunk, Ron Burgundy, you've been here with us before. Yes. Um, with referee Corey Berger, B E R G E R. Burger cookies are still, you know, uh -huh. pretty damn good. Absolutely. Um, so you came back too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, my own will, too. On your own. Will. Yeah, you're, you're not yeah. being forced. I'm gonna have to see what the uh, the page view, the um, page listens, or whatever, however you want to call it, yeah. for this uh, Desert Storm episode because I did take pride in the fact that I was a part of the number three most listened to uh, mm -hmm. sh uh, show. Uh, I know something. It was number three at the time. Yeah, I know it probably had something to do with that cage match that happened with the 30 minute time. But I mean, I'll take whatever I can get. So Absolutely. Yeah. No, you were part of it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, there was a Supremacy episode that blew up. There was yeah. the Apollo episode, the first Apollo Cruise that keeps blowing up for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> the real Apollo Cruise. Right, with the yes. Z. And I don't mean for some reason. I just don't. I, I mean, that's one of our most like newest like I'm sorry most archived podcast 
that and that's was, still that going. Was like older, yeah. We yeah. just started out back then. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And now we're over a year, almost a year and a half, and we got great equipment equipment great mansion fantastic and chris burns i know you've uh, been listening to the podcast from time to time you enjoying yourself yeah. uh listening to the product here yeah i am i, mean, I, I was actually uh, to be honest i was actually supposed to be on the podcast before but i kind of got lost in the mansion so that that so didn't happen <laughs> so you found your way up to the so room finally, here. finally found my way here so <laughs> so that's good i mean the mansion's clean too tj you bit. um but uh yeah we we glad you made your way up here to the uh the red room uh, as it were yeah thank you for the directions <laughs> in the mansion well you found it pretty easily i mean normally people have to uh, call me on the uh, cell phone the uh, google uh, iphone whatever it is and they got to say hey man where are you at you should put the house on google maps or something. <laughs> i really should so see it from the uh, sky you know see it from the top of the earth but anyway thank you all for being here this is fantastic Today's agenda, Big Ugly, and everybody else, we're going to talk about SummerSlam. So many activities, 28 hours of wrestling content, it seems. Um, we're going to talk about NXT TakeOver 3, Brooklyn, and we're going to talk about SummerSlam. We're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about uh, SmackDown. We're also going to talk about 205 Live, and um, it's just a lot of content, guys. I mean, SummerSlam itself was six hours long with the pre-show. This is like WrestleMania kind of content, but the ramp was not 80 yards long. So they got down to the uh, ring that was quicker. A good thing. Uh, yes, that was a good thing. Very good thing. And they had a um, lot more matches and they were quicker paced too. So we're going to get into the results of all of that, but let's do the round table. Immediate thoughts of SummerSlam and all of its activities, Big Ugly. Thought SummerSlam was excellent. Yeah? Yeah. And we crushed your dreams. Yeah. 205 Live. Yeah, you crushed my dreams because you told me that Enzo Amore made a debut on 205 Live. You yeah. bastard. I, I'm sorry. And this was an extremely genuine reaction, and this was offline, and I, we, we went into talking about 205 Live, and I said Enzo, and it just crushed Big Ugly. Because you're, you're an Enzo fan. I'm an Enzo fan, and I know you. Uh, did you did Jam and Jay, did you say he'll probably end up on 205 Live? Yeah, I was thinking yeah. that as well. So yeah, both of you guys were calling. I was like, no way. He's going to be a big superstar on Raw. Yep. And... So, yeah, you know, yeah. Enzo, as we have all kind of documented, Enzo's got a little bit of heat backstage. You know, he's a little annoying. He is very much his character. So I don't know what exactly happened back there, but that could have had a part in it. But he's not gotten a lot of ring time except getting the crap beat out of him by Big Cass. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> like, and that's the thing about this whole feud. And, like, we're watching it right now in the background, and it's like yeah, they've, given, they've given this guy, like, no offense whatsoever. Like, even at SummerSlam during their match, mm -hmm. he comes out the cage, and it's supposed to be this big, I think he's going to like jump off the cage and like take down Cass. He drops and then gets a boot to the face. Like he stripped down. What was the point of this? Like, now, I, I did say that spot was pretty creative, taking the clothes off and lubing, lubing himself up to get out of the shark cage. Hello. That, right. But mm -hmm. it's like, there's got to be some payoff for that, man. Come there on, was a man. payoff. Big Cass paid him off right in the right. face. Come on. And it was over. All right. So we, we know. Uh, how about Jam and Jason? What is your initial thought of SummerSlam and all of its activities? Very entertaining. Very entertaining. Probably could have cut about 45 minutes out of the actual SummerSlam pay-per-view event and, okay. shuffled, and shuffled the pre-show around. Moved a couple of matches around because okay. pre-show was excellent. Yeah, and especially it was wrong, but it was excellent. The new, <laughs> especially the New Day and the Usos who stole the show again. Yes. Uh, we're going to get into that more often. But uh, Joe Clunk, did you watch SummerSlam and any I of its activities? I watched part of it. Okay. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing. Uh, was of course, was read, you know, read up about it and uh, caught what I could. Uh, I thought the uh, the booking was interesting in the fact that uh, uh, 
the two main titles mm-hmm. did not change hands, but right. all the other titles before them did. And I do remember like a few pay-per-views in the past kind of using that formula where mm-hmm. it's like four or five, six titles change hands and they they start building this pattern of, you mm-hmm. know, oh, well, that means the champion's going to lose, you know, his big match uh, main event later on, and then that doesn't happen. So, you know, uh, for all the... Uh, you know, malignment, I guess, that the uh, the uh, booking people get if that was the plan going forth. That was a very good uh, a very good way to play that off. Just have everybody seemingly cursed with their titles, yeah. and uh, you know, spelling doom for uh, uh, Jinder and Brock, <laughs> and they came out uh, on top. You know what's interesting about that, though? Right in the middle of the pay-per-view, I don't know if you guys saw it. I don't even call it pay-per-view. Now it's a network special. Mm-hmm. But because uh, you're not really paying per view anymore. Yeah, you're paying for the network, what, and that's what's it. What's that, Pally? I'm sure, I'm sure someone's buying the pay-per-view. Yeah. You know, no, there's still <laughs> pay-per-view <laughs> providers, right? $60, $70? Someone's ripping it off from Bulgaria somewhere. Could be. Yeah. So you got uh, right in the middle. They did. They had a made a spot where the commentator said, you know, every title so far has changed hands, and as soon as they said that, none of the titles changed Jinx. hands. Yeah. So <laughs> it was what, five Jinx. in a row? Five in a row? At I least believe? five in a yeah. row, yeah, because there were eight title matches, and it was, I believe, the U.S. title, and then the two main titles yeah. that did not change. And the Intercontinental title was not defended. I did not realize there were so many damn titles. I should have <laughs> realized this. That's way too many. You remember the days when there were three titles? Yeah, it was, was the it. tag, the Inter- Intercontinental, and the WWF. Heavyweight yeah. championship. I remember That's that. It. I remember that promo Mick Foley cut during the uh, uh, the Lions part where it was like part shoot where it was like uh, this was when they had the WCW belts and the WWE belts oh, and yeah. it was like you know yeah come into the company everybody's got a title you know and. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. pretty, uh, pretty close. Uh, there's a lot Man. of titles floating around. A lot yeah. of titles. I mean, you got two shows, so. Yeah. Well, you got yeah. three, four, five. You got so many shows. And then that doesn't even count the uh, the new European Championship or uh, whatever's going to come out of the May Young Classic. But we'll get to all that. Chris Burns, what did you think of all the SummerSlam activities? Well, so much to, to keep track of. Yeah. Man. I mean, to be honest, I'm like so far behind. I had to actually read the dirt sheets to <laughs> just, try to get ca- just try to get caught up. Yeah. But, uh I do um, like the uh, big, biggest standout for me wasn't exactly wasn't actually SummerSlam. It okay. was it was NXT, the debut of Adam Cole. Ah, mm-hmm. baby! Yeah, exactly. My God, yeah. So and and and, and majority of the people that are probably listening to the podcast probably know Adam Cole all the way from EWA yeah. and MCW. Mm-hmm. Even when when he got when he got started, yeah, like in the in the. Independent wrestling business, business in yeah, general, absolutely, and, and it's not it's not just MCW and EWA that that people know. I mean, he's 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 been like up and down the East Coast mm-hmm. for years, and just and just even getting with getting with Ring of Honor, just giving that much more exposure, and and so it's, it's almost almost bittersweet because because we know where we know where he came from, right, right, and. People that people that that know him and interact and know know how much of a class act he is and how much he's how hard he's worked throughout the years and just see him finally make make to the make to the big show. Yeah, and it's uh, a little bit personal. Yeah, how, 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 how can you not be proud of him? Oh. And a lot, a lot, and I'm sure a lot of people don't know this, but Adam Cole, Adam Cole was actually one of my one of my first matches like 
about actual that. wrestling sh- wrestling shows, and he, he's been a class act ever since. That's fantastic, Adam and, Cole. And, yeah. and good on him, and any and good on him. Classic. NXT and then he's over there with uh, some of the other Ring of Honor boys that just showed up, and he just stood tall at the main event. That was the last picture you saw in NXT yep. Takeover Three was yep. Adam Cole standing with the boys and. Just, man, Adam Cole, baby. And it looks like they're going to use that. And, man, that's exciting to see what's going to happen with him. So it seems like uh, with NXT, you know, Bobby Roode losing the championship uh, to Drew McIntyre and then Bobby Roode showing up on SmackDown to face – I'm sorry, who was that? Uh, It was uh, the guy – Aiden English. Aiden English, thank you, in the Mm. second segment. So he came out now. Could he have accepted the U.S. Open Challenge? Maybe, maybe not. But I think they're going to build Bobby Roode yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, seems like he's got a gimmick. He's got a song. He's got the crowd behind him. Regard. He's a face over there now too. So he went from heel to face yeah. just by jumping shows. Um, very. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, very, you're very fine. interesting tidbit. Uh, remember, we said if it, if it appears on the internet, it must be true. Right. I was reading this. Uh, bit just before that, the reason that supposedly he debuted as a face was because um, Vince McMahon felt that the the theme song was over to a point that if he, it, it wouldn't matter whether he debuted as a face or a heel, people would be singing along to that theme right. song and they would be cheering for him nonetheless. Right. So, you know... Might appara- as well not fight it. Yeah, apparently the plan is going to be to establish him and then, you know, somewhere down the line probably turn him heel, which in that, that point, he's going to have to ditch the theme music cause maybe yeah cause well yeah. maybe but, maybe not but I mean the other thing is that like he, he came back in New York where you got hardcore fans and yeah, everybody yes. knows who Bobby Roode is and they just want to see him on the main roster right when they start hitting those towns and people you get those towns where people aren't as familiar with the NXT mm-hmm. you know think about when Bailey first came you know oh, yeah. everybody, when she first appeared everybody was happy then it's been a downward spiral yeah. since then. So they you might notice have to how they were reacting. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you no. notice how they reacting to Bailey and all, all the Brooklyn shows? They were booing the crap out yeah. of her. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's probably a part of that question. They booed that, that was crap bringing out of up them. before, but no, you're right, <laughs> and, and and that goes right with what you were saying. Yeah, but it's so, true when they hit those other towns, man, which are not Philly or Chicago or New York. Right, and we're and gonna if he find can't out. Get over as a face, they're gonna turn him heel. That's that's yeah. a good idea. You leave Corpus Christi, Texas, out of this. Also, also to add to the fact that that is New York and it's a hardcore, hardcore wrestling fan base. Yeah. It's also SummerSlam and people treat it just like WrestleMania. So you got everyone, every, pretty much a whole blend from all over the world, yep. right? Coming, coming for the for the week long event. So you got a whole, so you got the entire hardcore wrestling mm-hmm. fan base. Yep. It's not just the New York people. It's yeah. people from all over the world. Yeah. Right. And they are now really treating it like, I mean, all they've the been smarts. treating it like, uh, right. <laughs> They're treating it very much like a second WrestleMania at this point. And it seems like the Royal Rumble is going to be a close second right behind it because they're, they're trying to build that one up, you know, nine months ahead of time yeah, too. Yeah. So... It's really exciting. There's a lot going on, so we're just going to jump right in. Jam and Jason, you got some results from NXT TakeOver, don't you? Yeah, I got some results here. So you were watching it on Saturday Night Live on the yep. WWE Network for $9.99. Go buy that shit. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> are, are they paying? They're, they're going to be good. I haven't seen any of that. that we're going to see some dough come back <laughs> right, to the podcast yeah. and they're going to invest. I didn't even have to remind him, Michael. You already said $9.99. <laughs> if, they can be, if they can send us money, if anybody listens, you never know. Because mm-hmm. the, the audience is growing like you said <laughs> so jim and jason why don't you give us a quick rundown of the matches of nxt takeover three brooklyn all right so we have cn almost defeated johnny gargano 
Okay, Johnny Gargano, Johnny World. Okay, was, yep, Johnny, Johnny Wrestling. Wrestling. Yep. It was, it was a great opener. I enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Eric Young and Alexander Wolf from Sanity defeated the Authors of Pain for the NXT Tag Team Champions. Chips. We're going to run into a spot right here. I just want to uh, add this to it. Did you guys notice that they put three people up on the apron and then they didn't decide who was actually going to be in the match until like halfway through the match? So they, you, they tricked you. They didn't know who the of the three who were going to compete in Sanity. That was a neat spot. New Day can do that too if they want. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So pretty cool. Go ahead. Alistair Black defeated Atami. That was a very Hideo hard hit. Hideo Atami. Yep, Hideo Atami. Yep. Not very bad. hard hit match. That yeah. Was, that was entertaining. Yeah, he, he's done. Hey, Hideo? Yeah. yeah. All Next the up. hype that was built around him, when he got injured, what was it, two times? A couple times, man. Yeah. It killed his career. He's finished, yeah. man. Okay. Shinsuke took his place. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Move on. Asuka defeated Ember Moon. Man, still yeah, undefeated. Tap out. tap out, yeah. Very good. Now, Asuka got injured in that match as well. Yeah, she Did she? Like yeah. six weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Broken collarbone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. I wonder if they'll uh, no. strip the title over. Maybe not. Maybe they'll just uh, no. milk it and let it come yeah, back. Yeah, no talks yet. I get Maybe they're... Thinking that she's gonna be ready for the eventual winner of the uh, the tournament, the May Young tournament, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. which most of the prelims have already taken place and yes. are gonna start on the network soon. Mm-hmm. Strip isn't, isn't, isn't tonight the uh, the NXT taping, so they might do they might say something then, or or they might hold off to the next set of tapings. Yeah, this is a Thursday night of SummerSlam week after SummerSlam week. If you're whenever you're listening to this, so yeah, they might be yeah. doing some tapings. Well, they should strip the title from her and uh, just have her come on her main roster. That's Oscar, man. That's your girl. Why are you telling her to strip the title? She's got a Goldberg streak happening right now. I know, but. I just want to come up to the main roster now. She's been down there for too long. I feel you, but if she comes what are they going to do? Are they going to... Is she actually going to get beat for the title? Who's going to take her place on that, that roster? Who's down there that can actually be the main event of the women? Other than Ember Moon. Yeah. And she's not even up to Asuka's level. In my opinion, she's awesome, but she's not Asuka level. Yeah. In my opinion. Uh, we got one more, right, Jamie J? Yep. Uh, the NXT Championship match. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeated Bobby Roode. For the NXT team. Kind of a old style classic, you know, one on one match, yeah. nothing too big, spectacular, but I just kind of called it while I was, before I even heard what was going on, before mm-hmm. I was watching, I was like, yeah, if Bobby Roode loses, then he's going up to yep. the main roster. And I keep comparing Bobby Roode to like late 80s NWA. Yeah. And this oh. really felt like Ric Flair versus Lex Luger. Yeah. had that feel all over. <laughs> but it was good. It was an entertaining match. And at this point, Ric Flair, we got to put out there, is in the yes. hospital yeah. recovering yeah. for some yeah. surgeries and hopefully he's out there. Luckily, what was it? Sasha Banks, I think on uh, Monday Night Raw, gave Ric Flair a shout out. Yeah. So that was pretty neat. Yep. So hopefully the Nature Boy is doing okay. So that's NXT. Uh, let me hit the quick results from SummerSlam and then we'll just jump in. And then anybody who wants to talk about anything, we just jump right in. So... SummerSlam the next night in the everything in the Barclays Center. Uh, let's see. Or, or as Miz called it, the Barclays. Yeah, the Barclays. Yeah. And he got corrected. Yes, he did. Oh, shoot. Miz cut a hell of a promo on Monday Night Raw. Let me just put that out there. Cena is, uh, he's it. like man, mad corrector, isn't he? He did, oh, sorry, you, uh, you mispronounced it. Yeah. Barclays. Yeah, Cena showed up on uh, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> So Cena is now on Raw. Yeah, but you were right about the Miz promo. I mean, he's been on a hot streak of uh, promos. Yeah. Uh, if you go back to the Daniel Bryan one on Talking Smack months ago, which I'm and, sorry has been know, canceled. which has been canceled. Yeah, that started their, everything, right? Yeah. In one of their genius maneuvers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you got. Uh, but the Miz was relegated to the pre-show of uh, SummerSlam. Mm. Uh, the Miz and the Miz Taraj is Bo Dallas and uh, Curtis Axel 
with Maurice in the corner, they actually uh, defeated the Hardy Boys, who were on the pre-show. In front of what, 10 people? <laughs> Roughly. Yeah, they was like probably not, not even coming in at that point. It was crazy. And uh, <laughs> Jason Jordan also. Um, so Jason Jordan was in that match, one too. One of those empty arena matches. It was really <laughs> empty. It was terrible. And somewhere, somewhere, Ryback was going, I invented the gimmick of wrestling in front of... In front of small audiences on yeah. uh, pay-per-view pre-shows, he sure did. <laughs> right back, and he was probably working some indie shop, making some money at that point in time. Uh, Neville was uh, defending the, or actually, he won the cruiserweight championship back from Akira Tozawa, and because that's going back and forth in the past couple of days, past couple of weeks, the Usos stole the show again with the New Day on the pre-show, yeah. and the Usos won the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Why is this match on the pre-show? That was going to be my first question. Why? Anybody? Jump in. Maybe get people to watch the pre-show. That's true. And this was the third match of three. So by that time, the arena was pretty filled yeah. up. But by that time, the late tuners in, you know, the people that are not having the network yet, maybe they're tuning in at 6.15, 6.30. That's the big match. And that was a huge match. You guys all see it? Yeah. And they gave it a lot of time, too, for a pre-show. 20 minutes yeah. plus, at least. Yeah. That was, I'm loving the Usos. I love the New Day, but I'm loving the Usos, man. They are, and JBL keeps putting them over as the best tag team. I I totally agree. And I think that's why they gave them back the titles, because they're they're catching on, man. They're catching a lot of steam right now. And they're heel. Right. My God, they're fantastic. (laughs) They can pull twin magic. (laughs) (laughs) New New Day, Usos, Mm. who's got an opinion right now? Anybody? Throw it in. Come on. Uh, 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 We just uh, uh, well, anyway, so re- you took we took all the opinions. I'm, I'm just saying it was, it was great. Rematch. That's it. <laughs> rematch and the, yeah, yeah, Lad- easy Lad- rematch. Lad- yeah. Lad- I do. Lad- I, I, I did think I was expecting the new day to have the t- have the tag titles longer than they did. Yeah, me okay. too. Especially especially having the longest now having the longest title reign mm-hmm. in WWF slash WWE history. Right. But that but at the same time they might be trying to groom them to have like the most title reigns period because mm. I, I believe like Edge and, Edge and Christian and the Hardys but like both both teams have the record for seven, t- seven. seven title reigns right so for, for all we know they, they might have plans to surpass that that's cool. But as far as we as far as we know, we we just guess we just have to tune in and find out. I guess. Tune in and how, find how out. Plug. Got? <laughs> <laughs> how many have the most? They have. Well, I don't know about the WWE titles, uh, but they have twenty-one uh, combined tag <clears throat> championships over all of them. All right. Because they held the WWF, the WWE, the WCW. Yeah, WCW. Yeah, and they had um, uh, ECW. Wherever they went, they pretty much won a tag title. Now, the Hardys were trying to do that in TNA, where they were trying to go to all the indie shots and win all the tag belts. but They've gotten at least three. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, of course, when they got signed by WWE, they had to give all of them back. Mm. But uh, Hardys on the pre-show. Man. But... You know, Hardys now uh, have some other competition on Monday Night Raw, which we're gonna, you know, get into uh, did, a little bit later. Did you? I heard Matt Hardy did a funny tweet about the pre-show. Did, did he? About that, it was something to the effect of, um, "If I went to wrestle in front of this many people, I would have stayed with TNA." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did not read it myself, but I got that. I might have to check po- the Twitter feed. Ooh. Yeah, another podcast I listened to brought that up. Wow, yeah. that's strong. That's mad shit. I might right have there. to check up the Twitter feed when we get done. Uh, going well, like I said the other night, this could be what finally breaks Matt Hardy <laughs> wrestling in front of that. <laughs> yeah, it's happening again. Eighty thousand ah! people in a surprise at WrestleMania, and then eighty people in the uh, first match yeah. on the pre-show. My God. 
Talk about the first match on the actual show. John Cena in the opening bout versus Baron Corbin, who apparently has a lot of heat now backstage because they stripped him of the uh, money in the bank. They made him lose it three seconds to Jinder Mahal on SmackDown. Then they had him lose to John Cena in the opening match of SummerSlam, and then they had him as a special guest referee for a match on uh, on SmackDown. So throw it in. John Cena, Baron Corbin, what's up, guys? So I'm torn because... I, I I like I like Corbin and I didn't expect him to lose the money in bank, but I actually thought that that was a cool spot because it's something that was unexpected. Yeah. Like at this point, the money in a bank, it, I mean, it's pretty predictable. You wait until some big show like WrestleMania, SummerSlam, you cash it in mm-hmm. and win. So True. I didn't expect that to come. So I actually enjoyed it. Okay. Big Ugly enjoyed it. Yeah. What about you guys? Who enjoyed it? John Cena, Baron Corbin, either one of them, both I mean, match. It was okay. It was just a typical John Cena. Superhero type match. I mean, yeah, for me, I mean, one the attitude adjustment it was over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't. It was okay. It was. Yeah, when I said I enjoyed it, I meant him losing oh. the money in the bank. The money in the bank. <laughs> no, 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 you didn't enjoy the match. Okay. Retraction. Yeah. Excuse me. Honestly, just to clarify, as what is what he means. Yeah. The match was so so. Yeah, and and actually, after the how good the Usos in the New Day set the level on the last match of the pre-show. I hate to say it, but John Cena was in the come down match. Yeah. That one bring brought the the crowd back down so that the crowd could come yeah. back up. I think I think he knew he was in a cool down match too because, you know, here he is, he's walking outside, putting on JBL's hat, just you know. <laughs> Like la di da, you know. I'm I'm still yeah. making the money. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. I'm John Cena's been very laid back recently. <laughs> just kind of Hollywood money kicking in. I bet he does. <laughs> He's just chilling out there, yeah. man. But then he brought it back up with uh, Natalia beating Naomi for the SmackDown Women's Championship. So Naomi, uh, Natalia finally getting a little bit of kudos after all this. Anybody have an opinion on either woman or this match? Good right. for her, and hopefully she gets rid of the little bedazzle. <laughs> <laughs> what about her hair? She she does it like a cat ears. What do you think of that? Anybody? She's she's crazy cat. Oh, is that what that's supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. She's, yeah, she's got her cat two paws. You can follow yeah, on all the a... Look at that plug. I, I like her new jacket, like the little Bret Hart jacket. She yeah. That's hot, man. She's really using the best there is, best there was, best there was. She, so she's really turning into the female Bret Hart. Yeah. She was definitely due. Definitely she was due. Yeah, it's been a while. I still mm-hmm. feel the glow though. So you feeling the glow? <laughs> yeah, man. They changed the belt back, so they didn't have the. Yeah, they, she took yeah. the glow off. The right. Belt. Yeah. That was the thing. <laughs> yeah. No. No. No bedazzles. No bedazzles. No. So then we got the shark cage match. Big Cass versus Big Show, which we were talking about a little bit earlier, with Enzo in a shark cage, and he took his clothes off, lubed himself up, slipped out of the shark cage, fell to the ground, and got knocked the f out. Uh, and Big Cass won. So Big Show's been sort of jobbing to the big uh, cast recently. So gonna throw this out there. I know Big Ugly, you're not happy. I'm not happy, but hey, what, was it last Raw when uh, when Show hit him with the with the punch? Yeah, when he came around the corner and yeah, knocked him out. Knocked him yeah. out. Yeah, that looked, that sounded legit. Oh, that was yeah. that was tight. That wasn't yeah. a smack on the thigh. Yeah. That was right. him in the face. Yeah. Um, and who's got the opinions? What's up? Sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I'm, I'm upset about the match. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> And that was sort of a, I'd say there's a come down couple of matches, but uh, anybody want to throw in anything about this match or should we move on? 
That was a take a nap match. Where do you get the lube? <laughs> <laughs> it's Enzo uh, Amore. Yeah. He's a certified G, so yeah. apparently I don't have to explain why I got the lube. Certified lube, you know? <laughs> they didn't check him before they put him in a shark cage. My partner's name is Big Ass. <laughs> Especially if he puts his head in front of the sea. WWE looking for a new sponsor there? <laughs> yeah, they might be. Yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah. was on that bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Johnson and Johnson. I got lube like somewhere. Yeah. You can't teach that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh, I don't know. Square. There you go. <laughs> Bottle boom. Let's throw in Elias for a minute. Uh, formerly yeah, Elias Samson. Um, they took the Samson off. Now they just call him Elias. And I now they just put him out there to get heat. Is that the guy getting beat up by R-Truth right now? That is the yeah. guy getting okay. beat up by R-Truth so in sort of can, the middle segment of hour one of not Monday Night Raw. Can Rome. no one keep a last name? Like, is that the no. WWE rule now? Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. Or a first name, because, you know, Goldberg lost the bill. Bef- before it used to just be the women that they couldn't have last names. Mm-hmm. All uh, You know, going all the way back. You know, they couldn't... You know, uh, Trish was... Uh, uh, Trish Stratus was a exception, but usually everybody just had, you know, mm-hmm. one name. Yeah. You know, but yeah, now apparently... Uh, Apparently nobody can be gifted a last name anymore. Yeah. I think it just goes back to that, uh, you know, maybe they really do feel that uh, fans have short attention spans and they're just going to be like, <laughs> Elias, what's his last name? What's his last name? I'd just go with Elias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Less, of, less of one of those WWE trademark type things that they're trying to do. That that yeah. could be as well. They always want to own you. Yep. You own your name. Own your... Have that slave name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's a slave that, that, name. that might be a poor choice of words here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just dirty and it's ugly. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah, we can yeah, talk yeah. about that. You know, um, I, I, I'll tell you, yeah, Natty and Naomi, decent match, but uh, yeah, big cast, big show. Again, it, it wasn't uh, kind of going up for me. Randy Orton and Rusev. Uh, <laughs> that should have been on the pre-show. Actually, yes, it should, but sure. I'm really glad that matched the way it went. Oh, yeah. So Randy Orton just appeared out of nowhere, RKO, one, two, three, it's over. I was not looking forward to that match at all. I don't know if Rusev I don't think anybody was. was. I don't I was, know if Rusev was it's, glad it's, about it's, how the match went. Two, two people that don't have nothing to do. Yeah. They stuck them together. Right. And... Randy Orton comes out of nowhere. Randy Orton's still does. selling merchandise and RK out of nowhere, and he's still got a lot of YouTube followers because yeah. of that. Who's that done now? I mean, uh, what's next for him? I don't know. After that. And, he, he, and Randy Orton's still making that money, so they got... Yeah, get their money's worth. They yeah. really do. Rusev and, and Lana should, you know, get back together. They're actually married, so yeah. you know, neither one of them are making any impact. Both of them should get back yeah. together. But it looks like they're going to use Lana to try and build up Tamina, which I think is good because Tamina needs a mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah. For Tamina sure. can't talk very well, but Tamina can be like yeah. the Nia Jax of uh, SmackDown because Nia Jax has kind of had that big dominant woman role over on Raw, right? So I think that's a good idea. Somebody that can't talk needs a mouthpiece. Yeah, I think Lana's a lot better of a mouthpiece because the one match that one Lana match I did see, mm-hmm. like, why is she in the ring? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, especially since we've been jaded so recently with with the women's uh, women's movement, like the Becky yeah. Lynch's, the Sasha Banks, and, right? And and this goes on and on, and I'm, and not to single not to single those girl women out, mm-hmm. but there's a whole slew of them that are, that are making their impact in, yeah. in, women, in women's wrestling right, right now. Sure. You got to bring it if you're a woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can't... Somebody like Lana just can't get in there with the Sasha Banks and the Becky yeah. Lynch's. Like, it doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Uh, so, we and can with all... The, with the exception of the terrible gear, she's not really standing out very well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just, just another blonde in the ring. Yeah. The yeah. music's not doing it either. It's just... Yeah. A, there's the, no the gimmick. Gimmick, get it. Yeah, it doesn't fit what <laughs> she was just, before. Why don't you just keep the Russian... 
gimmick. Yeah, yeah, I mean, to keep the voice, but she's not a Russian anymore. She's like a stripper, but she's not a stripper. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't she should know. be a dominatrix. That well, <laughs> see, that would work. Yeah. They could ever come out with a whip now. If I was still, <laughs> if I was still booking, I'd make sure she was a stripper. <laughs> it's my Vince Russo voice. That was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> but you're not booking. No, I am not booking. Let There's me no tell you pudding, something. No Let pudding matches, bro. <laughs> Where are the pudding bro. matches, bro? <laughs> huh. uh, I got this. I got this. <laughs> you can hear uh, all of the opinions of Vince Russo's podcast. You can listen to that or Bruce Pritchard. I can't Rick listen to Jericho. him no more, man. He complained too much. Yeah. There's a lot of complaining going on. Yeah. He's still complaining, and he won't get back into the world of pro wrestling to do anything about it. So... It's pretty interesting. So we got uh, the real heat feud, Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss, and Sasha Banks won. So she won the Raw Women's Championship for the fourth time. Um, not a bad match. I, I expected better. I don't know. It just didn't really do everything for me. Anybody? Opinion? Sasha still, man. Why don't they turn a heel? Okay, well, yeah, they've been trying to do that forever, but now it looks like they're going to throw Bailey into the heel bus. Yeah, it may be, because yeah, he got so got much no heat. Choice. Yeah. <laughs> they have a heel bus? I'm sure they do. <laughs> and, you know, they got a bus that they, apparently Enzo got kicked and off. And a heel bus with yeah. you. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully this Sasha Banks title reign will last longer than two weeks. It seems like that women's title keeps getting jumped around. Yeah. 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 Well, well, especially when it comes to, like, especially like the, uh, the Sasha Banks and the Charlotte feud. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, they just... They just trade trade the title yeah. like every two every two or three weeks. This the, is true. The making history feud, <laughs> <laughs> right? They made history every time. Yes, made history here, made history there, made history hey, again. What the it's hell? It's the first fifth match between the two, and so on and so on. Well, you know they did have the Rock and John Cena once in a lifetime, and it happened mm. a year again later. But uh, mm-hmm. so when the WWE tells you they're making history, they might not really be. Um, they eventually make you. Eventually, they'll make you forget it. Yeah, they'll make <laughs> they, you watch. They, re- they rewrite the rewrite the history. Yeah, it it might explain why I can. Uh, rattle off pay-per-view results from 20 years ago, but um, I probably need to be reminded of all the results that, that he just brought on this paper. Yeah. It's a good thing that that, that was read off because uh, uh, it's hard to follow. It's a lot of guys. Where am I? <laughs> it's hard to follow. Who are you? Why am I here? The Demon, Finn Balor, uh, advertised the week before that he was going to be the demon. Came out and faced the stale ass Bray Wyatt. Um, is that his official nickname? That's his nickname, <laughs> right? So you're going to mark it that one, Chris the Brown. The stale, stale ass Bray Wyatt. Um, and f- that match was. You might, you might want to put a trademark on that before Vince does. Yeah, right. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to get paid for that one. Um, again, the match wasn't fantastic but it was it was what it was and Finn Balor now has the alter ego of the demon that he can bring out if necessary which I think is a cool part of his gimmick because the Balor Club the leather jacket it just it's not, it's not doing anything yeah right? I mean I watched this opinion. match strictly for the demon entrance my my biggest issue with this was I think everybody knew it was going this way Bray, yeah. Bray Wyatt was going to bring out the demon and Finn yeah. Balor right. I don't think it was executed properly in a in the sense that I don't feel like we got that build up where we saw uh, uh Finn Balor like breaking down you know and Mm -hmm. becoming the demon to the point where if you go back and watch the match and listen to the commentary the the commentators are pretty much having to break down what's happening for the viewer as if because it's like it wasn't conveyed over the past few weeks so they're having to say oh well Bray Wyatt pushed him to this point now he's bringing out the demon you shouldn't even have to say that you know what I'm saying you're saying that because they didn't execute it properly week by week and seeing him break down into that point you're talking about a lack of storytelling leading up to the fact 
Thank you, sir. And it was almost rushed, wasn't it? It was like it was rushed. Three, it was man, very rushed. Yeah. You know, this yeah. should have been something that built up for three or four it months. It should have. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. And they both have a lot of depth in their character that they could have done that, but that's they were just kind of both thrown together. Yeah. And at the last minute, so they built it up. So you can tell how lazy the storytelling is because, uh, you know, citing. Uh, an example, and I'm going to follow through with this. You know, when the when the brood, when they used to bloodbath people, you yeah. know, you got the big light show, and then somebody would end up covered in the in the the blood substance, and and this is just like a um, all right, yeah, bring out that can of uh, oh excuse me, red viscous yeah. liquid. <laughs> it's not blood. We're not supposed to say it. It's a red... No, I liked it when Michael Cole said it was a red viscous acidic liquid. I'm like, it's not burning him. (laughs) You dolt. He's not like... You know, he he was horrified. He had the horrified look on his face, but he wasn't going, ah, it burns, it burns, it burns because it's acidic. He had it in his eyes, too, and he wasn't even blinking. Michael Cole. Michael Coley's. It was blind. Um... (laughs) So, uh, Chris Burns, what are you talking about? Uh, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, do you have an opinion on these guys or this match? Not that much of an opinion. Um, um, add to the whole, add to the whole, bring that demon thing in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. I mean, it's good that they they have it on special occasions because mm-hmm. if I me. Mean, you have it every week. Eventually, that will get stale. Too. Absolutely. I mean, at least that's something that will <laughs> get to that. Something that they keep spe- uh, something special. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe for like a WrestleMania entrance yeah. or a, uh, you know, just a, yeah, like special yeah. occasion, some big built up feud that they might do with him. You'll, you'll become a stale ass. Nobody stale wants ass. that. <laughs> well, somebody's already got that name, Bray Wyatt. And, if, and, 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 I'm, and, I'm, and I'm sure that uh, fans are going to know that Demon's going to be there at the big, at, like the big four. Yeah, yeah. At least. I mean, I mean, I mean there's, I mean. I mean, people know that the demon's going to be at WrestleMania, and, hope, and hope, yeah, hopefully, if they, if they tell the story right, it will make sense and make it that much more special. My but, thing but at the same time, people are still watch, still going to watch it anyways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true, true. Who is Finn Balor without the demon? Like you know, the little leather jacket thing in a Balor club. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like who? That doesn't really tell a story. Who right. is that? Who is he? Right. Exactly. It's like oh, I got fans, and they're, you know, they're part of the Balor club. That's okay, it. Okay. And they, they can raise their, their arms when the entrance when, music right, plays. Exactly. That's about it. It it's appeals like to the 5,000 people or so that go, one, two, sweet. <laughs> and I just want to shoot myself every time that happens. Well, they still count the, 10, you know. That's the most the annoying counts. trend in wrestling right now. Because it's like, you're not paying attention to the match. You're just trying to get yourself over, yeah. you know. Same thing when somebody's getting counted out or counted at all. It's uh, never one, two, three, four. It's 10, 10, 10, 10. Yeah, well, and Ty Dillinger's not even on the show. Right. Hold, hold, yeah. hold that thought about paying attention to a match. Oh, holding that thought. Uh-oh. So, we got, <laughs> can, <laughs> can I just talk, Bray Wyatt, man. What, what happens to him now, man? Like, Put him with the Russo. He stale, there you go. <laughs> he still, he loses, like, every match. What do you do with this guy? I don't even know. I don't think he was even on um, Raw, if I, if I remember correctly. I mean, it's a, originally, he was a great character. Yeah, yeah, I mean, man. It, we just, talked about that for a long time. Yeah. Me and Big Ugly, and just they didn't do anything with it. 
Yeah. Right, I mean, man. They, so they need to bring back the Wyatt family. The Wyatt family was good when he had people underneath of him. The Wyatt Wyatt needs to steal the Miserage and make them Wyatt people. And he I, needs to start doing some really, really evil stuff. So I, I really want to see the I really want to see the Bray Wyatt Rusev tag team now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I gotta tell you what I'm gonna do right now. Uh, I I'm see gonna him. become a communist. Here's my new <laughs> Russian comrade, Mr. Rusev. <laughs> Follow my stale ass. There <laughs> you go, stale ass. That's what hashtag stale ass is gonna <laughs> be on this one. I want to see him be like Raven. I want to see him crucify somebody. Wow. See that? Uh, was, I, I just want some extreme. Not with Kurt Angle's on the show. No, 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 they tried to do that with Kurt Angle yeah, in the ECW, and he walked out. Yeah. So he needs some kind of victory, and that might be the one. To crucify. It's called putting him on a symbol. It's not a cross. Yeah. He's got a family. The only way that'll happen is that they bring back the Attitude Era, which I don't. Yeah, see yeah, it's not going to happen. Anytime, anytime in the immediate no. future. <laughs> no. But will yeah, they bring yeah. back the shield? What? Uh, uh, no, nice segue. I don't know. <laughs> about the shield, and that's a good segue because we got Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, who won the Raw Tag Team Championships against Cesaro and Sheamus, making Dean Ambrose the first of the Shield to be a Grand Slam champion. That's right. Yep. Uh, yep. Did they yep. mention that though, or did you just figure that one out? Because oh, I, I don't remember them. I don't think they, they mentioned I, that. I, I figured. I figured that out when I found out that they won it. Because I, because I know all three of them were one, were one belt away from being a Grand Slam right, champion. Right. Man, he, I mean, Seth Rollins still needs the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman. Actually, Roman Reigns does too. Yeah, he. I don't think he's won the IC belt. Nope. Yeah. So, and I don't think either one of them. I mean, maybe Seth Rollins one day. But man, uh, I'd say that was a pretty good match. Um, I enjoyed watching that match. I enjoyed the, sh- the shield throwback kind of stuff. wasn't as good as the other tag title match, no. but it was pretty good. Was good I enjoyed yeah. the build-up to, like, the two getting together, Ambrose and Rollins, yes. over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. That, that was good storytelling. Right. That they, was good story You know, though. one person yeah. throws out the hand, the other one walks away. The yeah. other one throws out the hand, the other one walks yeah. away. They both throw out the hand at different times, like, ah, God, yeah. you're not on the right page. They got to fight each other, you mm-hmm. know, two friends, got to just fight it out for a minute. And it brought up history. So many times WWE likes to forget about everything that happened prior to this year. Yeah. A lot of times, and this was good that they were going back. And, right. They were. Yeah. Yeah. And it was good. And if they want to go back to even more history, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins had a pretty good feud going in FCW and then even up to NXT so that could lead eventually when this tag team does break up event inevitably yep. could lead to a pretty good feud between the two of them yeah. so that's not bad any other thoughts on the tag team Raw side championship Cesaro had a victory though Beachball. <laughs> oh my God! So that's what you. you that's let's what go ahead. Go ahead, Jim yeah. and Jason. Why don't you tell that story? So at a certain point, I guess what about a third of the way through the match, the Maybe. fans in the front row there started playing with the beach ball and bouncing it all around. You really couldn't see it on camera. But right. Next thing you know, you see Cesaro go into the crowd. And what is he doing? I thought maybe another wrestler came out at first. Yeah. And then he grabs this flag-looking beach ball thing and just totally rips it to shreds. It was great. It and was, it got a huge pop. It got a huge pop, yep. So let's talk about the psychology of the beach ball. Now, <laughs> so the beach ball is, and if anybody's been to WWE pay-per-views or any, any events, sometimes the, the fans like to go into business for themselves, do the wave, whatever. So sometimes they will, somebody will bring in a beach ball, blow it up, and toss it around the crowd. That's has happened in more than one occasion, most of the time on the Raw after WrestleMania kind of deal. Um, then eventually some security guard will grab the beach ball and we get boo and then the fans will go back to the match. So these two teams are working their asses off, but nobody's paying attention. Yeah, nobody everybody's paying attention to the beach ball, except when you watch it on TV because you can't really see it until it actually happens. Yeah. So the heel, Cesaro, runs out into the crowd, 
totally off script, grabs the beach ball, rips it up. He uh, That's a Cesaro thing to do. I don't know if it's necessarily a heel thing to do because a heel got a pop during the match. So now whatever else happens during the match, Cesaro is going to get over. So I don't know. Was it the right thing to do? Well, as, well, as a heel, I mean, obviously the fans are – are got their eyes glued on the beach ball, and, yeah. that, and that's what they won. And Cesaro, Cesaro, as a heel, just took that away from him. So Cesaro pissed off the fans, which is what a yeah. heel is supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, so basically he's done. Got he. he he got he upset the fans. He did the, he did his job as far as yeah. as far as being being a heel goes. Because yeah. normally what happens when because typically if anybody else takes a beach ball, if it's a security guard, yeah, they would boo him. Right. So you'd think they would boo Cesaro too. No, they cheered the hell out of him. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, and, but even so, like Chris said, it, they, they were taking the fans, you know, the fun away from the fans with the beach ball. So, but Jamie Jason, you mentioned it, paying attention to the match. Did this actually take away from the match? Was there, you know, did the match quiet down while the beach ball was happening? Was there a rest hold? Did they uh, sort of say, you know what, F it, they're not paying attention to us. We're not going to give it to them. I think it took away a little bit from the beginning of the match, yeah. but once he ripped the beach ball up, people started paying attention. They were like, right. holy crap. You know? <laughs> Nothing no, I mean, no, else to pay attention to. Yeah, yeah. But so, I mean, it, it almost kicked was, the match up to the next level. It was like everybody was just more... The intensity was kind of there. Yeah. So they yeah. were like, all right, so well... They're already upset because <clears throat> lost, lost a beach ball. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I think the crowd might be, you know, this is the 10th match throughout four or five hours. I mean, the crowd might be a little tired at this point. Yeah. So that might have woke them up. might have given them a jolt regardless of heel face whatever the case may be but I just think that was a cool thing this was live anything can happen and you don't normally see something like that so and for for one for the fact Cesaro went and got the the beach ball WWE wouldn't wouldn't even recognize it unless unless somehow the beach ball ended up managing to get in the ring Right. right And, that happened, they, and that's happened before. I mean, they, they have like during like one of Steve Austin's matches, he, he just took it, kicked it, kicked it out of there, and now it's now it's the end of that. But they did recognize it. The commentators even pointed it out, and then they talked about the beach ball and Cesaro got, and then they just they went right back into the match. So I don't know if Vince or somebody was on the microphone telling them, "God damn beach ball, son of a bitch!" <laughs> and then you know they said, "I'll put it over. Just get it over." It. And just move. Beach on. balls are for the beach, right? Nash at the beach. Damn it, we're gonna buy that joke. <laughs> <show. laughs> um, they own everything. But anyway, yeah. Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, tag team champions, and uh, then they came out on Raw, and they had a pretty good match with the Hardy Boys on Monday Night Raw. So there's there's some stuff going on there. So that should that should end up nicely. Moving on. Oh, my God. There's so many matches. Okay. <laughs> so, AJ Styles defeated Kevin Owens with Shane McMahon as the referee. At first, I was not happy about this Shane McMahon thing. They need to get Shane McMahon as a special attraction. They need to get him off TV, in my, in my opinion. But I love the match. I love the story that was told. They used the Shane McMahon thing very, very well, and it gave uh, AJ a good win over Kevin Owens in a match we've seen so many times. What's up, boys? Yeah, you know, I feel like I, I agree with you. Like, not looking forward to seeing Shane McMahon. You sound very match. hesitant about that. I agree with you. Like, we've agreed on. No, no, I, didn't, I don't. <laughs> I don't know why I carried it like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I read into no, things, man. Yeah. Go ahead. No, so, but, but maybe I should stop doubting Shane McMahon because this reminds me of when I when it was a Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles, and I was like, man, I don't want to see this crap. Right. And then I mean, they almost stole. And the they show, stole the show, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, Shane's that guy, man. What can I say? What else? Come on, boys. AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. Good, bad, indifferent. Shane McMahon. Anybody? I mean, I see. I I would be in the same uh, boat as a uh, as Big Ugly when it comes to the uh, 
you know, uh, I don't want to see any more Shane McMahon matches. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, you know, watch uh, you watch uh, Kevin Owens in his Ring of Honor run. The guy excels in garbage matches, you know, and that's a Shane McMahon staple. Break out the trash cans, break out, mm-hmm. you know, all the coast furniture and stuff like that. So, uh, uh, thank if you for this, clarifying. If, makes yes, a garbage match. yes, as as opposed to uh, that was the uh, that was the stale ass, you know, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, but uh, as long as it leads to a fairly insane, you know weapons type match mm-hmm. if that's the end game that they're going for you know then you know it, it, it's not the not the worst thing in the world and uh, it gets it gets uh, AJ Styles away from Kevin Owens because that that probably just needs to yeah. needs to end it does need um, to end so yeah, yeah and they did it again on Smackdown mm-hmm. but it needs yes. to end and they had another special guest Baron Corbin but we'll get to that anybody else have an opinion on that before we move on all right, so gender, the modern day Maharaja. <laughs> um, you know, he's growing on some people, and then other people, it's just getting old. Uh, but he did re- uh, retain. He's got a look. Yeah. That, I mean, I feel like that's about it. Like he has a good look. He's tall. He he's he's ripped. He's got he, the entrance. He can wear the hell out of a suit. Yes. And he busts out. Well, I mean, you know, he can wear it good. Uh, and he's got the Singh brothers, you know, the Bollywood boys. They're always there. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, they defeated Shinsuke. So Shinsuke was in one of the main events, and Shinsuke went down. Um, Talk about a guy that just needs to be a main attraction. Shinsuke? Yeah. We man. talked about that before. Yeah, he needs to be a special attraction, not on every show, but in the, the big matches and the big feuds. So uh, who's, he, should, uh, he should get a victory on the on a big show like that. If they were going to job him out to... Gender, they should have just sent somebody else after gender and just yeah. It yeah. doesn't seem like that storyline's over. Though. Yeah, they, yeah, I think eventually he's going to win it. They they just getting started. Man, they so gotta, I ain't really minded that much. They got to get the money from India with the WWE Network and yeah. all this yeah. over there. So yeah, it's a very political type move. Yeah. Um, but I, gender is gender is gender. I don't see anything really special or different other than they're, you know, they're pushing him. So they're making you watch him in the main event. They're giving him the big entrance. They're, they're giving him the title and that's good. You know, does he deserve it? Can he run with it? I don't know. You know, we'll see, but he's been running with it, but he hasn't won necessarily clean. He's always had help. So once he doesn't have help, eventually he's gonna, he's gonna lose. So he's definitely playing the Indian honky tonk man role. (laughs) Oh no. Hey, the honky. Now there's man. a gimmick we need to. The, uh, well, we have an a, Indian honky tonk man. We have Elias, so he's like the southern honky tonk man. He's, hey. You know, hitting people with guitars. But uh, you know, that that's somebody who I would. It probably never happened, but I would love to see him in the Hall of Fame. By the way, hundred thousand dollars worth of guitars never drew a dime. No, <laughs> well, that's somebody else. <laughs> but other people. Over. So, um, anybody else with uh, gender and Shinsuke? Gender and Shinsuke. I'm just done with gender. Yeah, okay. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, 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 I have to agree, man. We got to move on. I'm sure, I'm sure, eventually, I'm sure, eventually his time will come, and that and that applies to everyone. Oh, yeah, it's true. And uh, you know, this is the thing right now, and, and like we talked about, it's a big political move. You know, there's a lot going on it's in India, so too, too much, too soon for him. Exactly, because he had that losing streak. Yeah. Right and he came out of no, obscurity. Basically, he was a mid carder, if that. He was on live events, and that's all he was doing, and now he's a WWE champion. Uh, and, 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 and at the same time, who saw that coming? 
Nobody. Exactly. Yeah. But that's that, good for shock value, too. Exactly. Yeah, I looked up, uh, uh, well, actually, I didn't look it up. It was uh, one of those things that just appeared on my Facebook wall one time. It was, uh, like, his win-loss record over mm. his five years in the WWE, and it was something like 30-something oh. and... 540. Yeah, like, like yeah, it's <laughs> oh, wow. definitely triple, triple losses, triple-digit losses, and only, like, 30-some wins. And now, all of a sudden... This guy's your world champion. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody is finding a hard time to hard hard pill to swallow because it's it's it, somebody had brought up. Uh, I remember uh, uh, the comparison to like JBL, you know. Uh, and the thing with that though is they always kind of protected Bradshaw a little bit, like gave him a few single pushes here and there while mm-hmm. he was with the APA before mm-hmm. he got the big world title push. Mm-hmm. With Jinder, it was just, he won a battle royal, and then the next thing you know, he's champion. Yeah, Everybody's just like like the the, under, the Undertaker guy from WrestleMania, the big eye. Oh, yeah. yeah like, that guy. Ah! Like, you know. There was an interesting theory floating around online. Somebody was saying that this may have worked out better if he was the face, the underdog, like the one, two, three kid. Mm. And he came and just beat the champion, and then he just has all this momentum and adrenaline behind him. And they were saying that may have been make this more profitable for the tour of India. That's if he's a face. If he's a face, yeah. right? I'm, I'm sure he'll probably be a face in India. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh yeah, it's one of those Bret Hart things. Yeah. Like uh, he's a face in Canada, but a heel everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's kind of the thing with Jinder. So then when they actually do the the full India tour, he's going to go over there with the belt now, and he's going to have the title. Sorry, title championship. It's not a belt. Um, and he's going to go over there, and he's going to have all that steam, and he's going to be in the main event. And he's going to keep getting over and keep winning. Yeah. And will he did get defeated? Maybe eventually, yeah. But uh, by who? Who knows? It was just as a shock, like Chris said, that he won the belt. It's going to be just as shocking to see who he loses it to yeah. and when. Can you imagine the crowd pop? Yeah. yeah. Well, if he it's pisses enough good. people yeah. off, if yeah. Ginger gets under enough people's skin, which is actually the idea here, when yeah. he finally does get beat, it's going to build, 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 boom. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, at, the same, at the same time, like a, like a Ginger Hall, Ginger Mahal title reign, it's not... Say another John Cena title reign, mm-hmm. another not another Randy Orton title reign. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's something fresh, yeah. Which it, which is definitely something that WWE definitely needs. That sure. needs, yeah. to, needs to build those build those next stars. That is yeah. good because Randy Orton was 13, 14 time champion, whatever yeah. it was, and as he had the title, I'm just like, eh, I'm not really looking forward to a Randy Orton match. Yeah, yeah. You talking about when he won it from Bray Wyatt? Yeah, 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 and then him and uh, Bray Wyatt had that WrestleMania match where they had that uh, the light show on the mat, which yes. was oh, ridiculous. Projection screens. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, my God, that that's when you need that to get the match over, and it don't even get it over. It's just bad. He's freaked out by giant projected insects. Oh my God, Michael, it's the most volatile thing ever. What? <laughs> and the oh crowd just like, <laughs> let's jump over to the real main event. Now, this match was fantastic. Uh, and it's hard to do three way, four way, whatever, you know, more than two way matches, but this was done very, very well. Brock Lesnar worked his ass off and got his ass beat to retain. Nobody thought he was going to do that. The WWE undisputed universal champion, whatever, um, against Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, and a Slight afterthought of the match, Samoa Joe, which was kind of interesting that he really got no play in that match whatsoever. He was just there. Braun Strowman is over. Braun yeah. Strowman is big time over. Yeah. So let's just throw it throw it around the table. Go on with his match. 
I was impressed. Brock Lesnar earned his paycheck. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, he had a table thrown on him. Went through two tables. Yeah. yeah, I like that they made Brock have to like really fight for it, though. You mm-hmm. know, he just wasn't the dominant one crushing everybody. Brock tossing him around and stuff, so I loved it. And that was a story with Brock. You know, he got the crap beat out of him, as he has for the last several months, especially with this Goldberg thing. Goldberg had an upper number, so but he came back out, and then he showed in that story that he's no matter what happens to this guy, he's going to come back out and keep fighting, and he can win. So, you know, and we'll throw it back to UFC and all this other stuff in just a minute, but Brock Lesnar earned his paycheck this time, I think. Yeah, definitely. What about what about you guys? Uh, any uh, thoughts? Good, bad, indifferent match? It was, others? It was another. It was another good shock value match. Right. Nobody uh, thought he was going to win. Exactly. Everyone thought he was he was going to lose a match. Move on to U- move on back to UFC. Mm-hmm. But he won the he won the match. He still has the title. And as far as everyone's as far as everyone knows, he's still with WWE. Yep. yep. He came out on the next night on Raw, and it just didn't show anything different. You know, he stood in the ring with a couple of different people, and there's a lot of places for that story to go. Yep. And I, I think my new favorite hardcore spot is taking an office chair right. and, and, <laughs> I was just gonna say and plowing it like a like a fastball like a long 90 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. it's just, especially when it's happening to Roman, too. It's yeah. brief. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Ping! I am totally still in that spot. There you go. Chris Burns, when you see that on yeah. EWA or SWO, wherever you go, you're going to say, that's where you got it. No, Chris Burns originated this spot. Yeah. I could have used that last Saturday. <laughs> That's right, and we'll, the, we'll talk about that. The original Apollo Crews and I <laughs> originated that. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's right, Chris Burns over here was in a street fight this past Saturday night with the best of the best of the best of the best of the best, Cindy. Cindy, good Lord, oh, Sydney. C- He's going to listen Uh-oh. to me. Cindy Porter. <laughs> no, Sydney Porter. Uh, no, that's good. SWO Pro Wrestling. We're going to get. We're going to throw that back out here. We're going to have uh, more independent pro wrestling interviews coming up on the show. Um, you know, it's going to be great. But SummerSlam, uh, long but fun. Uh, that's definitely the secondary WrestleMania there. And it wasn't really interesting that Brock Lesnar was the main story in that match. Braun Strowman was the secondary story. Roman Reigns is story number three in that match. Yeah. And it wasn't really a story. He and was he just... Took, he took the pin, right? Uh, Roman took the yeah, pin. Roman did take it. Yeah, I would think that Samoa Joe, being the most you know, non-conformist in this match, he would take the pin and it wouldn't matter one way or the other. But Roman supposed to get all this drive, all this heat, and he took the pin. But now they're leading towards Roman Reigns and John Cena. Because <laughs> now John Cena is on Raw. Let's yeah, so start so try, trying to use John Cena to make Roman Reigns face by default or something. Then they would have to throw it back to Cena being heel, but Cena's more over as a face well, now than well, he well, before. Well, he's still a face. I mean, Cena's always going to be a face. But yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that'll definitely be a shock. That that'll definitely be a shock once Cena turns heel. But it's it's there's still it's still two guys that the WWE's trying to force feed, mm-hmm. and they're not, and the fans aren't having. Right. So, but it's, but it's almost almost like a toss up. Like, which one do you really root for? This is like, true. Which one do you boo? Yeah. What? So if they throw him in the same ring, it's kind of like throwing Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior in the same match. Two like, what do we do? Yeah, what do we do? Work, man. No, you don't think so? No. It's an interesting story, though. And, you know, and it's going to be a build-up. It's not going to be something that, hopefully, something that doesn't happen at the next show. You know, hopefully it's something that builds and builds and builds. And then they work across. And there's a division that's not really doing too much. The Cruiserweight oh, division. Look at all these guys. These 205 hey, Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. Yeah, there we go. Former EWA Cruiserweight champion. That's right. 
So yeah, two oh, well, we'll we'll get into two oh five. I see, those, I see those red ropes you mentioned last time that they don't. No, they the don't uh, tape up the ropes. Now they'll do it for two oh five live. <laughs> they'll tape up the ropes with the purple, but they won't do it for the raw when they have the yeah. segments on raw. They just change the uh, the LED screens and change the uh, lighting. That's it. Like, who the heck is this mm-hmm. Luchador guy? I never seen him. What is that? Uh, Drew that, Gulak that's, and... Uh, uh, that's Grand Metalik. Yeah. Oh, Metalik. Oh, A.K.A. Yeah. Mascara Dorada from Mexico. Oh, he doing his thing. All right. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah he is doing uh, the Lucha stuff. Yeah. All of the 30 seconds he's allowed to do, you know? So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got on TV, all right? Yes. They're getting paid. They're they getting paid. they, 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 they are. Get, get on TV, yes. Big Ugly, do we need to take a break or do we keep going? Um, we can take think? a break. You think so? Yeah, I mean, we just finished SummerSlam card, so... We did, and we'll get into Raw, SmackDown... When the lights go down... <laughs> <laughs> That's a great song. Gotta, yeah. gotta take the break before it gets stale ass. Yeah. We're getting the stale we get ass. The Wyatt level. Yeah, we're gonna get that hashtag stale ass. So, uh, we're gonna come right back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast with more with the whole band of brothers that we have in the house tonight. Stay tuned! On the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the Big Ugly. And I apologize for my profanity if you heard it uh, as we went into the last break. Uh, I don't know where that came from. It just had to come out. Yeah, he's real sorry. He's not sorry. I apologize. <laughs> you're not sorry. You're, you're sorry because you got called out for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did. And uh, if you heard it, great. If not, you know, bleep it out. And if you have children listening to this, uh, it was actually when it was shared with our Brian S. Gamble behind the storm children should probably not listen uh, without what parents are saying hey listening to this wrestling podcast I mean we have a lot of listeners fans kids adults whatever I mean it's a three hour podcast it was long and I think the F-bomb was probably dropped a lot um, you know, and we, we talked about some pretty uh, interesting things. But listen to the archives, man. Go back and listen to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling. Jim and Jason, I know you do it. Oh, yeah. There's archives, and you need to listen to them. Yeah. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. What do you listen to us on? Uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud, okay. So, who, anybody use Stitcher in here? I didn't even know about Stitcher until Big Ugly came into my life. The, I so. thought it was made up the first time. I, I could, the first time I was on, I think I made a reference. I was like, "Are you making stuff up?" And it was like, yeah. "No, Stitcher exists." Stitcher like, is okay. legit. Okay, all right. No, no one uses Stitcher. Oh. <laughs> but we're on it. I will purposely send a person a Stitcher link. <laughs> Just please so. do so we can yeah, have yeah, a, a listen yeah, on yeah. Stitcher. Mm-hmm. I know most of them come from iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, but they all come back to SoundCloud. That's where we started, and we appreciate SoundCloud. So, let's um, don't jump back into something that we were talking about. So, Brock Lesnar, one, kept the Universal title. So, now he's on Raw, defending it, whatever he's going to do. But it uh, looks like whatever that's going to be next. It looks like he might be going to go and fight John Jones. Well, I don't know. Is that happening? Because we talked offline about this. If he's fighting John Jones, it's going to be behind bars. Right. <laughs> so you you brought, yeah. brought up a little piece of news offline. Yeah, what is John that thing, Jones uh, got popped for steroids Damn it. from his uh, DC fight. 
with Daniel Cormier for the championship. So it's likely he's going to get stripped of the title. And this could actually lead to a four-year suspension. And Dana White has said that he'll probably, it'll probably be the end of his MMA career. That's terrible. Mm. Now, I mean, what do you what do y'all think about? It? I know this doesn't make you happy, Big Ugly. No, I'm a big John Jones fan. I know so, you are. You've um, always been. Yeah. Um, so I mean, this sucks, man, because we're talking about one of the greatest uh, fighters in the light heavyweight mm-hmm. division ever, and uh, you know his his reputation just it, it's just screwed now. You know. Yeah. No matter what happens. Yeah. No, no matter, matter what, what happens, happens. I mean, comes you had the car accident. You had the drugs, and now we're talking two suspensions from steroids. Like, you know, you, you're finished, man. Anybody else would would have been enjoyed to see Brock Lesnar versus uh, John Jones? Uh, that would have been. Do you fun. think this is something Vince wants to get his hands on? I mean, Vin, I mean, hey, John, when he beat DC, um, you know, there was talk about after that. Uh, John did express interest in coming to WWE, and I don't think Vince is going to care about some steroids. Uh, I mean, Vince ain't that's, 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 that's one guy who don't care. Vince got popped for steroids after yeah, the Mark Hunt so, fight. So, so this so. could be the. It took. Brock. It, yeah. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, Vince could book the match with him against Brock. Right, there I mean, you go. That, yeah. <laughs> Instead of it being under the UFC yeah. banner, have yeah. it under yeah. Vince's banner. Hey, it took a few years. Might get but, better uh, it it yeah. took a few years, but Mike Tyson ended up there. It took a few years, but Pete Rose ended up there. Mm-hmm. UFC, uh, Ronda Rousey's considered uh, broken goods at this point, but they're, enter- <laughs> they're entertaining that. There's you know, money in there. They're entertaining that. Um, in fact, I read uh, not too long ago uh, with um, OJ getting out of uh, from his latest prison stint, it was uh, revealed that uh, around 96 or so, both WCW and WWF were entertaining the ideas of somehow having him appear on one of their pay-per-view shows. Yeah, they took a stab at it. They, I'm sure they did. Yeah, and uh, oh, and, and the idea was run oh. down in the process. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, was that too soon? Uh, too soon on that one. I'm it, sorry. It, it, no, but you're the, right. The idea just didn't fit. Vince is an entertainer. <laughs> it's Vince a club can, joke. Come on, man. If Vince can get hey, money out of. I think it was funny. If, if Vince can get money out of anything. He'll he'll buy it. Yes, you know what I mean. Ah. So why not bring him to the WWE and have sort of a shoot fight angle between the two of them? Maybe keep the title out of it because I don't want John Jones yeah. fighting for the Universal <laughs> Title. I agree. So, but man. Was, you know you could keep it separate. Let's still put let's, it, let's it bring John Jones, John Jones in to cost Brock the title. That way, that's uh, uh, that way. Yeah. That, that way, the, that way the title is out of the play. That, and that sets up the story. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. high profile match. And, totally. and I'm sure, and I'm, and I'm sure that will take up a WrestleMania spot. You're a hundred percent right on that. That's definitely WrestleMania quality, right when, there. Uh, when Brock was uh, when Brock saw that he was posted for uh, was uh, busted for steroids, he probably thought two things. One. Man, that money matches out the window mm-hmm. too. It's a good thing they busted him before he busted me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Hey, they busted uh, Brock Ooh. before, like, yeah. like I said, but uh, yeah, maybe not yeah. now. Yeah. Um, wow, let me tell you something. Uh, that would be interesting. I would love to see Vince just bring the whole world back and have the whole world on WWE. Might as well. He's got plenty of shows, plenty of content, plenty of places yeah. to put it. Yeah. So, and he brought the. They said it this weekend. Remember we were watching SummerSlam and what the world is watching? They brought back that tagline. They did Remember? say that. Yeah, so. And we were talking about that's the yeah. old uh, Coliseum Video 1988 mm, deal. Yeah. What the world is watching. Yeah. Good old Mean Gene. Yeah. Um, man, I'll tell you. It's, uh, yeah, Gentlemen, no, as you know, the <laughs> ultimate warrior. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, outtakes from uh, me. Outtakes is good. Yeah. So um, here's another name that's back on WWE television. 
Shelton Benjamin. Ain't no stopping me now. The gold standard. I don't know if they're using that, but uh, he showed up. They were doing a uh, interview an backstage showing, with but, yeah. Chad Gable, <laughs> yeah. and then Shelton Benjamin is a foot taller and I'm a whole lot bigger, and he's standing there with Chad Gable, and I'm like, holy! <laughs> sh he's first of all, he's Jack. Shelton Benjamin is yeah. Jack, um, and I love Shelton Benjamin. Anybody got some thoughts on the gold standard? I didn't realize he was that tall, or is it that Chad Gable is really short? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's both. Okay. <laughs> I look really tall next to this guy. <laughs> I think that's cool. Yeah. They talked about him coming back after WrestleMania, but uh, the plans were stunted for some reason. But now he's back. Got, he got yeah. injured. Yeah. Ah. yeah, yeah, he got well, he, injured. Well, when, when, yeah. when, they did, when they did the uh, did the brand split, mm. they, they 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 were advertising. Oh, Shelton right. Benjamin took to, to uh, that's right. That was last Smackdown, year. Yeah, but then he ended up having that shoulder injury and mm. ended up eventually getting surgery. So Man. obviously that kind of pushed back the the WWE deal. I'm glad they didn't sour on it though, yeah. and still brought him back. Yeah. Me too, because yeah, they could have been like, "Well, you know what? Like, won't really need him at this point." Yeah, they And if he still able to go like he did ten years ago, oh, last year was in WWE. What a worker! And mm. he, it would it would definitely be definitely be good for like the whole new feuds with like Shelton Benjamin versus AJ Styles, mm. Shelton yeah. Benjamin versus Kevin Owens, ex Shelton ex versus yeah. almost anybody on that top tier roster. And mm. and, and you got like good two, three, four years of different feuds just just on the current locker room. Yeah. And that's not counting the, one, the ones that they eventually bring in from like NXT or sure. or any, any other uh, promotion. Any like other you said earlier. They'll sign in. Keep it fresh. Exactly. So we see new matches and new things. Talk about time. people that they were going to bring back like Shelton Benjamin. Who they did bring back was the Headbangers. <laughs> and like, does anybody know why they brought back the headbangers? Like, what was the purpose of that? Because they didn't stick around long. It was like, and of all they tag was, teams, they like, might, might have been just like a nostalgia, th another nostalgia thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But but at the same time, it's like not everyone might remember them because because obviously they're catering to kids. So yeah, those the kids probably weren't aren't old enough to remember who. Yeah. Unless they, unless they search them on the WWE Network. Right. Plug. Another <laughs> plug, man. They got to pay us after this, man. Somebody from the network got to be listening to this. Um, so, yeah, I tell you, I am excited. Uh, what? Go Speaking ahead. of, we're talking about Chad Gable. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about his counterpart. Uh, Jason, Jason Jordan? Jordan. You mean Kurt Angle's son? Yeah, Kurt Angle's son. <laughs> the hell? Yeah. So, what's going on with him? Because, I mean, he had a match, but then he lost. Yeah. And I thought that they were kind of going to start putting the rockets on him, but not really. Crickets every what? time he comes out. Yeah, when out. he comes out, yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah, <laughs> and if man. anything, he's getting booed. So I don't know. I mean, it was a, a weird angle and a shock value, and now nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, I, I hate to, you know, get, get off on like a Jim Cornette here. Oh, my God, you know, back in the day, you know, or what, you know, but if you're going to do an angle that's like, like this, it's got to be somewhere, somewhere plausibly within the mm. realm of believability. And when it comes to the internet and everything like that, you know, I mean, you know, even if you've got even the dimmest of fans that just, they're all they're going to do is just go to Wikipedia. He's not his no. son. I've been hoodwinked and bamboozled. Speaking and of that, it happens to be on TV, TV right now. As so we're watching the if Raw you're replay. listening to this podcast. Go to your uh, recording of Raw and go to the uh, Kurt Angle, Jason Jordan backstage segment. At and one hour and 41 minutes and 22 and seconds. And you into can the show. relive the experience that we are reliving right now <laughs> of stale ass. I, well, I think, I think they would definitely also, for this angle, they're going to have to involve Angle 
and yeah. it's more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to have to be out there with Jason Jordan, you know, maybe interfering in his matches, something. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're really going to have to play this up and not just, you know, one little segment backstage where them, with these two, and then that's it. Like Maybe it's just kind of a feeler go. right now to see what's going to happen and if it will gain juice and yeah. if it will move yeah. forward. If it don't, right. drop it. Well, I wonder if there's going to be, you know, if it if it just fails, they go to, like, the DNA test route and, you know. Oh, it, it wasn't really Who was Kurt Angle's son? <laughs> Chad Gable. <laughs> Listen what, to the theme the, music. But yes. but the What's it, the 1989 Denver Broncos? <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's great. Right there. Find out next season. <laughs> Listen to the theme music. It's actually Kurt Angle's theme music played backwards. Really? Yeah, and it's, it's amped up a little bit. Listen does, to it. Does it's it, pretty does, interesting. Does that mean... It doesn't they, say uh, suck you. Oh, it doesn't say <laughs> suck... Oh, man. <laughs> Stole my joke! Sorry. <laughs> uh, I knew where you were going with that. <clears throat> Stay away. Suck Stay you. Away. Suck you. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not digging that storyline. I'm sorry. I don't like it. <laughs> so, uh, special, special with, like, second-generation wrestlers are a diamond dozen these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Second, so I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, you have like the like the few standouts like like Randy Orton, Natalia as third generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, those those are the ones that you, you want to push more than 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 second generation. Yeah. like like I said, there are there are dime a dozen at this point. Yeah, true. Dad. The only thing I think could be interesting uh, that would come out of this is if they um, go back and almost have like a Raw versus SmackDown thing because mm. you had Benjamin had the Kurt Angle connection, mm. Chad Gable. They were in that segment together. Yeah, right. Then you have these guys on Raw together, so maybe this is some weird Survivor Series ah, brand versus brand ah, kind of thing they're leading into very slowly. I can it's do strange. It's, it's, don't get me wrong. It's strange. It, it'll be a good way to, but to 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 plant that seed. Hopefully, yeah. it's leading yeah. to something. Yeah, something would be good. I would, so, I would be fine with that match. As weird as it all is, I mean, it's very weird. I want yeah. Kurt Angle to compete again. I know he's going to. It's just yeah. a matter of who and when. I thought that was... It'll be uh, Triple H WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, that'll be the tail <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, he's be mine. At least it'll be an interesting WrestleMania match with Triple H. He hasn't had one in a couple years. I really didn't care for him versus Roman. I really didn't care for him versus Rollins. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, it's got to be him and Ambrose. He's got to finish out the Shield. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, at the same time, it's almost predictable. You know, you know Triple H is going to put over whoever's... Oh, yeah. Whoever he's feuding with. Yeah. Especially WrestleMania. He means to put... To, Start pushing the newer guys. Yeah, because he, he's not in the business of putting himself over anymore. You know, and, that's and with, no and with, and with, that. and with long as long as he's been like with WWE as big as big of a star power that he is, he hasn't. He, it's not going to diminish him at all. Oh yeah, no. As far as, far as like his star power, I mean, people are still going to still puff when Triple H's music comes. Absolutely. Whether, whether people hate him or, or love him. Yeah, he's still gonna have that star power. In yeah, that's true. I mean, he's a legend now. He, he is. Legend, yeah. So yeah, put himself in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> <Eventually>. <laughs> if I, well, Vince will never do it. He'll Vince will never put himself in his own Hall no, of Fame. No. He'll have to die first. Yeah. And he'll he'll apparently, Vince is never gonna die. Yeah. Well. So <laughs> Vince is gonna end up like one of those heads in Futurama. He's just gonna have <laughs> the glass head. And he's gonna, if I'll he, be around forever, damn it. If he had his way, he that would happen. Yeah. yeah. He would. He's trying to reincarnate himself some way. So he, when he dies, he doesn't really die. I'm still here. Damn it! He's, cut, he's cutting promos backstage so he can put we can put promos out there when I mean, after he dies. It's, uh, it's gonna be funny. He's not gonna <laughs> die. Um, but anyway, what else do we got? I think there was uh, we talked about Enzo. We talked about Shelton Benjamin. We talked about Cena on Raw. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening in WWE. Uh, the Mayweather fights coming up against McGregor in a couple of days. Do we have any last minute thoughts on that? 
Folks, who's gonna win? Anybody <laughs> got? <laughs> Yeah. Who's promoting that fight? That Vince McMahon? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's actually, is it UFC Dana White? Is they, are they promoting this fight? Or I is think it, it is might it be Mayweather's team. Mayweather promotion? Yeah, the little money team. Then you yeah. have your winner. There's your winner. <laughs> yeah. They can't, they can't script that anymore. I was talking mm. to somebody about this, and I think it's going to be Mayweather running for a lot of the match. And even if he does get clocked a couple times with Mayweather or uh, by McGregor, it's not going to put him out. I got to go with Mayweather. I'm going. I'm definitely going with Mayweather. It's a uh, boxing match. I got to go. Yeah, with Mayweather. it's a boxing yeah. match. I don't think McGregor's ever fought somebody that's going to move like Mayweather. Yeah. You know. Um, How he, long is this fight? Ten rounds? No, twelve. Twelve rounds. That's the usual. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure. It's the usual boxing. So thirty-six so, minutes. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going with Mayweather. It ain't gonna be no knockout like Mayweather saying, you know, he's gonna knock him up. No, Mayweather ain't knocked out nobody in like the past decade. Like, come on. <laughs> if it's gonna be anything, be it'll be a TKO right. in like the tenth round or something like that. Yeah. He ain't gonna get knocked out. Yeah. Anybody else got an opinion on this fight? It's not. No. Gonna, it's not. It's not gonna go one one round, especially for a hundred dollars for the paper. Hell no! It better not go Shut one up. round. Uh, hundred dollars. Goldberg beat Lesnar in one minute and twenty six mm. seconds. Ain't gonna be like that. Of course, it really doesn't matter who's gonna win. They're both making hard. Oh, they're both winners. Match. Yeah. And the undercard, they uh, somebody released that. I saw it. It was on. I, I don't recognize really any of those names, but the undercard. These guys have an opportunity to show something and to get promoted and get yeah. pushed um, because they're on this card. People are going to buy the whole thing and not necessarily watch it at, just at the end. They're yeah. going to watch the undercard. So make a name for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we got a couple of independent pro wrestling fans and uh, participants in here. So let's throw this segment out there. Uh, Support indie wrestling, always. So on September 23rd, go to Tall Cedars Hall in Parkville, Maryland, and see the Evolution Rockin' Rumble, I believe it's called. Yep. Um, They're going to have live rock music there by the Bruno Martians. They're going to have, you know, several different EWA superstars there. So go see them. Uh, Chris Burns, still affiliated with the company, and Joe Klong, still the timekeeper for the company. Yeah. They ain't fired me yet, so I must be doing something right. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, you never know. Uh, Go out and see it. Uh, You know, there's not really a whole lot that's been... um, Advertised for this yet? Even though the fans are supposed to be picking the stipulations for the matches, I believe. Uh, so we're gonna see. And you know, are you guys excited about this on September twenty third? It's gonna be fun for you guys, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I'm, it's supposed to be one of our, one of our bigger shows. Yeah. I mean, you, normally we normally we do the double ring. Yeah. Uh, uh, they they decided to put this, uh, put that off to maybe next year. Let me just give it that. Uh, make it make a little more special attraction. Okay. Uh, but I mean, it's, de- I mean, it's definitely su- definitely something different. I mean, you're still doing like the, uh, still doing the the battle royal type mm-hmm. type deal. Yeah. Um, like, Hanging the evolution contract up there, maybe. Yeah. Uh, believe, Which is uh, very much like the money in the bank. Uh, believe, believe what what was that? What's been advertised is like the winner winner uh, wrestles the uh, the current EWA heavyweight champion John Berg that mm. night. So, okay. So I believe so I believe that that uh, that Rock and Rumble is actually opening the show. Oh. If I if I if I've heard correctly, but I may not have, so don't necessarily quote me on that. But I believe the winner of that is wrestling, wrestling for the title that night. Nice, John Burke been the champion for a little while, yeah. so anything could happen. So EWA Pro Wrestling, check it out. You know they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, and EWAMaryland.com, and go to Tall Cedars Hall in Parkville, Maryland. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. 
you know. Joe Clunk, you got uh, some opinions that you want to oh, share about you, anything? You, you trying to... You, yes, you, I'm you, trying to stir because I know it's shooting the pot. We like shooting on the pot. Guns! Guns! Tigers are playing! Do Tonight. not! Never, Never miss, miss a game. game. That's a RoboCop reference. Uh, That's a fantastic... The original RoboCop. Have movie references. We gotta do... Um, oh, by the way, before you start, we're gonna start another segment on this show very soon with The Big Ugly. We're gonna do movie reviews. Uh, because The Big Ugly... Put how'd you get this idea? Huh? He just you thought just, of it you now. Just well, texted me out of nowhere and was like, you're gonna do movie uh, Well, because here's the thing. <laughs> if you follow Eric, Eric Murphy, you follow The Big Ugly on Facebook. He does movie reviews, so when he goes and sees the movies, he will put up a five-star movie review. Well, his reviews are five-stars. Sometimes the movies that he sees are not, but he will put up a fantastic review. So this is where I came up with this segment. So when we have new movies coming out, we're going to just throw one out there, and we're going to do a review, and the big ugly is going to say, hey, man, it's good, it's bad, go watch it, don't watch it. Get it on the network. I don't know. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Hey, you know I love watching movies. Y'all sign up for that movie pass? Y'all hear about that? Yeah, go ahead. You oh, mentioned that yeah. to me. What is movie pass? So movie pass, it's uh, this new system where it's no, not we haven't forgot it's about been you. there for oh, a while, no, no, no. but they change the price. So you get this car, you pay nine ninety nine a month. Nine ninety nine. I know yeah. that price. Yeah. So they, they, <laughs> send, they send you a card. It's like a master card, and every day you can go see a movie from that from that card. Really? Yeah. So you can go see one movie per day. And all you do is pay nine 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 per month. And as far as I know, AMC theaters is really trying to block the Actually, use. Actually, they, ha- they, oh, have, they have used. They have blocked it. In, okay. in, oh, in two cities, they blocked it in two cities. What Why? they did was they shut down the acceptance of Mastercards yeah. because they believe that it's not sustainable. Which MoviePass understands. Like this whole idea came because they got uh, the old co-founder of Netflix mm. as their new you know whatever guy mm. and so he came up with this idea and so they're hoping that it like revolutions not revolutionizes the whole like movie movie going yeah. culture yeah well that because they know they're going to lose money oh, I mean yeah. once you go see two movies they've already lost yeah. lost money but so, will people actually go to the movies that's every the day? thing is that's that the thing the the, pe- the people are statistics are showing that people pay for monthly subscription and they don't use it mm. like as much as they're actually you know paying for it right which that's is true. true like I, I get the network and I which barely watch I don't it. have cable <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got Netflix and I tell you I buy it for just a couple of different things sometimes I watch you know different things on there but I I mean I watch Fuller House man Fuller House man that's a great show and what about the, the Dave Chappelle special you can only get them on yeah, Netflix yeah <laughs> The Ranch with uh, you know uh, Ashton Kutcher and uh, his, his best friend from that 70s show man that, that's a great it's show on, it's on the list <laughs> it's on the list yeah, put it on the list man they got Kevin Hart all over there. You yeah. just made the list. So, Joe Clunk, I'm sorry. We didn't mean to cut you off. But oh, no. Do um, yes, he did. Don't, don't I, I, yeah, did well, no, I know he did. But I didn't want to shoot. Like <laughs> so, why don't, why don't you shoot? You've been, you've been here through all the EWA controversy that's happened over the past six months. Um, you're still the timekeeper. So, what do you think? I mean, you know, okay. As the man said before, uh, come out on September 23rd. To watch EWA Rock and Rumble. Yeah. It's going to be all these, you know, matches with stipulations, a live band. And uh, uh, if you don't know how to find the, uh, you know, uh, the Rock and Rumble, you know, page mm. or whatever, uh, just follow the uh, ECW style graphics that are on the poster. Mm-hmm. Which apparently is a big deal to a lot of people. Um, yeah. Well, not a lot of people, a few people. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, 
you know, but never mind the fact also, uh, keeping the theme with uh, uh, supporting indie wrestling. Yeah. Baltimore Championship Wrestling does yeah. Ultimania on uh, Saturday. August uh, this, 26th, the same Saturday. night as the Mayweather-McGregor um, fight. Yeah, has uh, has um, familiar mm. graphics, too. Um, <laughs> they have uh, WrestleMania-style graphics. Yeah. Um, Let's make a big deal about that. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> you know, and... Um, uh, yeah, and you mentioned uh, Brian Brian before. I got to listen to that. I remember I saw him, uh, the last show I saw him at was uh, the last MCW show I went mm-hmm. to. It's called Seafood Slamboree, I believe it was. <laughs> Jimmy Seafood, Jimmy's mm-hmm. famous yeah. Seafood Slamboree. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's just remember, folks, if you want to escape a lawsuit, just put preface the words, <laughs> preface the name with the word seafood. Seafood Mania, Seafood uh, Seafood Series, Seafood SummerSlam, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm sure sure that's been used. uh, Seafood SummerSlam? Well, well, at at, uh, Mania to anything. Yeah. That's been been going on for over 30 years. Because, yeah, uh, yeah, when they... Well, we did Midget Midget Mania. Mania. Yeah, yeah, see? That wasn't Um, even my idea. Oh. Somebody said, I think it was Jim. Mm. Somebody said, it was like, hey, Midget Mania. I'm like, all right, well, I'll just say. Yeah, but I mean, you know... And somebody created the poster. If, uh, oh, I guess basically the point of the whole rant is if you're going to go out and support indie wrestling, yeah. please just go out and watch the shows and judge the shows on the content that you see and their own merit. Yeah. Not whatever the graphics or whatever, you know, or however, you know, oh, oh, you know, I could make a better poster or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because, yeah, so what? because guess what? It's the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. People have been stealing from each other for years. Yeah. Jim Cornette said it best. When you steal from one person, it's stealing. When you steal from many, it's research. And, uh, you know, it's... Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, oh, too. Yeah. You know, what works, works. See Apollo Cruz. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Carlo Cruz in the WWE or Paul one, Cruz one thing that hasn't yes. one thing that has not been uh, yeah, copied the Z S you know what they're just mm, Kenny Harmon has not been turned into liars. a big bald black man so I mean you know <laughs> not yet <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know VWA wants to pay for it why not go ahead mm. um so, and we got uh, fans of EWA Pro Wrestling here, and Jam and Jason and the Big Ugly. I mean, are you going to go to uh, September 23rd Rock and Roll with you guys? What do you guys think? I got to check the schedule. Man. Okay, yeah, I mean, you're a busy man. Yeah. You're out there doing your thing. Yeah, I'm saying. But uh, what about you, Jam and Jason? Yeah, I'm planning on it. Okay. On. Yeah, I mean, depending on what I'm doing that night, I might, you know, stop by for a few minutes and see what's going on. I have no beef. You know, I, I left on good terms, and I would like to support my uh, brothers and sisters, mostly brothers. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's women wrestling too much anymore. Uh, but there, there's a couple of female valets and a couple of female people helping out. So, um, yeah, I want to come support Chris Burns and Joe Clunk and everybody else there. So come see it. But, um, hey, you know what? Indie wrestling. Go see BCW. Go see MCW. Go see it all. Yeah. And then come on out to Pennsylvania because they got wrestling out there, too. Uh, you know, the place, really. there's, there's indie wrestling pretty much anywhere you go. Yeah. Um, and I just saw something, you know, uh, we've been in and out of a company for a while now. You've been in for a long time. It's called yeah. SWO, Susquehanna Wrestling Organization on Facebook. Um, it's in based in Pennsylvania. It's a smaller promotion. They do smaller venues. But, uh, you know, I got to go out there this past Saturday night, and they got they were more than sold out in this building in Seven Valleys. And nice. they had some standing ovation matches. They had some great matches. 
Um, and you're a part of this card, and you've been a part of this locker room. There's like lots of positive feel out there, ain't it? Yeah. yeah um, I mean, just like just like any indie show. I mean, they, I mean, it's hit, it's hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every indie fed had, whether it be. EWA, SW, MCW, any any in in general, uh, they they all have their ups and downs. Man. Yeah, and and right now it's right now it's a good time in SW. I mean, mm-hmm. they I mean the crowd, I mean the num, num, uh the attendance is yeah. getting better over the, over the last several shows. Uh, the matches in general, the, the feel the lot the feel in the locker room has has, has gotten uh, has gotten better mm-hmm. uh, uh, recently. Um, a lot of fun. It, it, it really it had, was fun. It, had, it, it was fun, um, and and uh, just like EWA, they they have the, they have their ups and downs, mm-hmm. and and I'm sure I'm sure other promotions do as well. And I'm not gonna knock any any promotion in general. I mean, yeah. And yeah. if you want to look at that uh, Joe Clunk, by the way, it was called the Summer Series. Ah. So uh, wasn't know. called the Seafood Series. No, 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 no seafood. No. Yeah, seafood doesn't go well in Pennsylvania. Down here, yeah, not so much. Yeah. Uh, the seafood, uh, seafood, maybe the cheese, <laughs> maybe the cheesesteak series. Yeah, I can yeah. dig that. I'm in Delaware now with Pennsylvania cheesesteak. Yeah, How about it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it was called the Summer Series, and there was a very NASCAR-ish theme, you know, series whatever. So if you look at it, we didn't, you know, SWO didn't necessarily steal from NASCAR, but they no. just used the guideline, and it was good. And there was no big, huge WWE Goldberg S superstars on that show, like the names or whatever. So it was built upon its own merit, like you said. Go see, go watch the shows on their own merit. There was a lot of guys busting their ass, working hard. There were ten matches on the show. It was done in roughly two hours and forty-five minutes. It was. Yeah, it was a and great. How far away? Price. Well, SWO um, from yeah. Maryland. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I'll answer that for you. Um, they're actually uh, right now. They actually have two different venues right now. Um, mm-hmm. They have one in. They have one in us uh, in Seven Valleys, uh, which is like a straight shop I I eighty three. Yeah. Uh, off the off the Glenrock exit. Okay. Um, maybe forty five minutes away yeah, from the Baltimore area. Possibly, maybe. Yeah. And they also do also do it. Uh, have shows in uh, in Redline, Pennsylvania, at okay. the at the uh, fire hall. Um, they've actually been in Redline off and on since SWO started back in r- around 2001. Um, that's actually where I started in SWO, was actually in the Redline Fire Hall. Uh, uh, I believe, uh, after, like I said, la- last sa- last Saturday was SWO's last show, in, in, well, last show that they had mm-hmm. in, uh, in Seven Valleys. They actually have another, their next show is in September 30th in yep. Redline. Um, I know they've they've they stretch they stretch out this uh, this year they stretch out the um, like the frequency of the frequency of shows and it's ha- and it's and it's paid off because they used to have they used to have shows once a month once a month like clockwork yeah sometimes sometimes two sometimes two and and, 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 and it's and didn't necessarily work out for them but at, a, at one point they had three or four different venues and they actually had like a circuit oh wow. Uh, and it was it was actually working out pretty pretty well for them, um, but like I said, it's the, the ups and ups and downs of the business in general. But uh, right now they got the two two venues and it's actually been working out for them pretty pretty well for them this year so far. Yeah, and, and I'm looking forward to see looking forward to what next year's going. Absolutely, and it's good. Susquehanna Wrestling Organization. Follow it on Facebook. Fairly close uh, to Baltimore area. Fairly, yeah. yeah. You know, so. It's not that far away, and there's there's people that travel from it's probably, far and probably, wide. Probably within, I'd say within hours yep. drive for you. 
Okay. Either either one too. Yep. Probably Red Line or Seven Valleys. Yeah. Probably about an hour from the mansion here. There the mansion. Okay. That's right. Plus another plus another hour to find a way out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we we're in we a labyrinth, folks. GPS in and out of the mansion. Okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we have uh, been having a great time on this podcast. Again, biggest podcast ever for Dirty Ugly Wrestling. We have five total people here in the rec room in the mansion. Uh, we're gonna have more guests, whether it be from SWO Wrestling, whether it be from EWA Wrestling, whether it be from other indie wrestling we're gonna have more guests and more things uh to talk about so it's been a great discussion let's go around the table one more time and let's see the final thoughts from chris burns about this podcast oh it's been fun i yeah. look forward to coming back if you want if you guys want to have me yeah i mean you might still be stuck here if you don't find your way out so Possibly. you might just come back in the next <laughs> podcast yeah. so i'll be, a, so I'll be a, have a head start for the next, next uh, that's yeah. right there you so go joe clunk how about you Stale ass. <laughs> <laughs> you guys said you had to throw yeah, that in. Got it. Edit that out. Follow the stale ass. Oh my. Stale <laughs> Uh, Joe Clunk, we're going to get you back on here at one point in time because uh, ah. at one point in time you had said that you wanted to uh, tell a little bit more about your story about getting into the pro wrestling business and getting into you know some certain things sure. that you've done. Yeah, just being a fan in general. I mean, you know, I I could I could probably overtake your entire show. Sure, but, you, could. you know, I don't want to do that, but uh, you know, but I will gladly uh mention stale ass as many times I'm as sure possible. You will. Uh that I will not be forgiven for, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and we'll we'll get into the world of uh backyard wrestling and Ooh. Uh, that's a that's a topic we haven't tackled too much here. Jamie Jason, you know something about that too. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Backyard and basement wrestling. Uh you know, I don't know if you ever got into that Chris Burns, nope. but uh uh we, I, I I know how much of an influx it is. It's it bet that backyard wrestling in general is extremely until, until I until I got into the pro wrestling business itself mm-hmm. and just realized how how saturated it is it is really is uh, and 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 I've also learned that they're they're all over the place yeah unfortunately. There's, uh, I mean, there's some of them that, uh, and we'll get into this on another podcast. I know it still existed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I've heard, not heard, of, heard of it when I was in high school. I mean, just, just because it, it was on TV, but I know, like, I, I know there were so many like in the area, and I know like one, like one, one promotion. Up, it was, uh, it was one promotion that ended up started out as a backyard promotion. Yeah. They end up get end up end up. Uh, End up as a as a real as a real promotion. I don't mm-hmm. think they're uh, I don't think they're in business anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, as as an as an actual promotion. Yeah, it's it's an interesting. I mean, you know, depending on the, how you're watching wrestling, especially in the Attitude Era when we were all back watching it. That's when that, a lot it was of big them, then, yeah. huge back then. Yeah. Um, maybe not so much as prominent now, but it's still out there. You can find it. Um, I do encourage you to you know get properly trained. Uh, actually find a professional wrestling school, whether it be the Pain Factory or the or MCW Pro, Pro Wrestling Training Facility, whatever. Find a find a reputable and do it that way because don't try this at home. That's yeah. another plug. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll try it at somebody yeah. else's home. Whatever. Just don't hurt yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Jam and Jason, what do you think? Uh, how would you how did you like this podcast? Oh, it was a great time. Great time. Um, one, one more WWE Throw point it. here. I'm Throw starting it. a new campaign. Keep 205 alive. Oh, what can we do to save 205? <laughs> I think they started by putting, trying to put Enzo in 205 yeah, live. I think that, that's, that might be their attempt to try to 
revive it a little bit, yeah. but but I still I'm, love I'm sure they have a reason for doing it. We'll just want to see and find out. I still love I still love Neville. I think it's just time drawing. I don't think it should be taped after SmackDown. I think your crowd's burnt out. Oh, They're tired. Yeah, it could be. I think it needs to be shuffled around, maybe taped before SmackDown. Yeah. But shown Wednesday night. Yeah. Before or after an That doesn't have to be 205 Live. It just be 205. Uh, yeah. so, so do it like they did, like, main event and Superstars, where they would, yeah. like, shoot that stuff before. Yeah, because yeah. the crowd yeah. is kind of dead. After you end it on a high at SmackDown, and then they're still there for another 45 minutes. To and an then hour. after this weekend, that was the last hour that this Brooklyn crowd had to put up with. Right. <laughs> they, were, they were tired. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. they were there for four straight nights, yeah. most of them. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I kind of thought you were doing the wrestlers a disservice by... I agree with by that. doing that at that time. So Enzo was the last thing yeah. on the last card in the last hour, yeah. and it was a good it was a good show this week. It was one of their better shows that I've seen. Did you put down some results? Yeah, I did. That? Um, they only had really three segments. Uh, Pretty quick results. Drew Gulak and Tony Nese uh, fought Alexander Cedric Alexander and Grand Metalik. Yeah. Um, Alexander and Metalik won. That was okay. a pretty good match. The Lucha Spots was an entertaining match. Good, good. They, uh, Brian Kendrick had a segment with um, Gallagher. Jack Gallagher. Right. It was Jack a gentleman's Gallagher. duel segment. <laughs> Gallagher's out there. Before um, Brian Kendrick came out, Gallagher's out there with a table full of weapons. Yeah. One of the weapons being an umbrella. But there were a few it was like the clue okay. thing. Yeah, it was like clue. There was yeah, a candle stick and a rope. And a rope and and yeah. No gun, <laughs> No gun. No gun. <laughs> and then some clown came out. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Kendrick sent a clown out to yeah. fight for him. And right. clown squirted water on Gallagher. Mm-hmm. And Gallagher snapped. And I guess he was about ready to let. Um, oh, he gave him the stiff headbutt and was about right. To he was about ready to right put it through the table. Yeah, and, and then, then Kendrick came out. Yep, yep. E. Brian Kendrick. And next week there's a no DQ match between the two. Oh, well, how about that's that? They so they're setting up stories. They're setting up stories. And then the third, the final match, which I think they gave about 20 minutes to, was the Neville versus Tazawa rematch. Right, which, Neville which was the third match in a week with these guys. Yeah, and it was the best. Actually, I thought it was the best. Good. I didn't see the one on Raw, but I saw the one at the, the Run, uh, yeah, okay. pre-show. So out of the two I saw, it was the best. Oh, cool. So keep 205 alive. That's the that's going to be the new hashtag. Keep 205 alive. And, uh, and you know, Enzo back on Raw. How can we do? We got to come up with a lot You broke Big Ugly's heart. Yeah, well, he's man. still part of Raw. Their 205 is part of Raw, so... Yeah, that's so true. We could, so uh, we could, we he could, could we could see him more raw just in the two hundred five segment. <laughs> Big <laughs> yeah, ugly. Yeah. It's been a podcast, hasn't it? It's been yeah, a good man, one. It's been great. Man. How you feeling? You oh, all right? Man. We've never had a bad podcast. I agree with this. Yeah. Some people may say we've had some betters. You know, some better than others. But you know, and uh, we're going to do a lot more different podcasts. Some shoot interviews, some different interviews. But you still having a good time? Absolutely. We'll come back in a few weeks, do it again. Let's do it. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for coming to the mansion. Thank you, everybody, for putting up with us. Listen to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, right? Joe Clone. Get Stitcher. your hand out of my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Get your hand out of my pocket. Where am I? <laughs> what room is this? And tune in radio. 17. Oh, God. Where am I? Oh, you so, don't jump off yeah. the balcony. There's a door here somewhere. There is a door here somewhere. <laughs> Uh, but you know it's been a fun uh, time thank you so much and we all appreciate it and watch your WWE Network support your podcasts all of them that are out there there's like 24 different wrestling podcasts at this point in time and support indie wrestling and keep 205 alive Um, just don't put it online you listen to anything good lately any podcasts Uh, I tell you um, notable yeah um, Pritchard of course Pritchard and uh, no you know what the best one I actually listened to recently was um, Conrad Thompson and Tony Schiavone (laughs) They do What Happened When Monday, and they talk about all of the WCW days and the Monday Nitro. And they had a question and answer period with Tony Schiavone. That is fantastic. Tony Schiavone gives two shits about wrestling right now. <laughs> but he has a lot of history in the business, and he's a, he's a minor league baseball announcer. Yeah. Listen to that. That's a good conversation. And it kind of breaks up, uh, you know, Conrad and Bruce Prater talk a lot. 
But him talking to Tony Schiavone is a pretty, pretty good podcast. Good. I'm going to have to check that Pick one out. Pick that up. Listen to that. Goldberg's got a podcast. Vince Russo, right? You got a mm-hmm. podcast, bro. Yep. And uh, Eric and, Bischoff's got a podcast. And uh, and and Cornette has a podcast. And when he's and when he's not uh, bitching about the current state of professional wrestling, it's actually pretty fun to hear him talk about. If you're if you want to hear the actual historian part yeah. of, I mean, the guy is a literally a walking. Paisley coded encyclopedia of information that he can just rattle off numbers, names, figures, dates, places, times, everywhere. And uh, it's really something. And by the way, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say Jim Cornette just uh, re debuted on yes, Impact Wrestling. Yes, he did. Uh, Anthem, whatever you want to call it, GFW now. So he has actually taken the place of Bruce Pritchard. So he's now the corporate guy. And uh, he cut maybe a 22 minute promo in the ring. What happened uh, to Pritchard? Pritchard is done. He's done his little stint. Okay. So for, for, for now. For now. Yeah. That is They're going to have Cornette versus Pritchard on a pole match or something like that. Uh, I'll make Bruce sure that happens, bro. Bruce is going to book it. Um, no, but they, and they had uh, this is a one more fun fact. Johnny Nitro, Johnny Impact, whatever the hell you want to call him now, Johnny Mundo. On this week of professional wrestling, you can watch him on the network for $9.99 as Johnny. The hell was his name? Johnny Nitro. Johnny Morrison. Johnny Nitro John Morrison. John thank Morrison. you. Yeah. Yeah. You could watch him on Wednesday night on Lucha Underground when he beat Rey Mysterio in the Lucha Underground Championship match, and you can watch him on Thursday on Impact when he debuts as Johnny Impact. So he's on all three of them, and in the same damn week. Yeah. And just very, very quickly, um, I, I don't uh, think. Uh, Lucha Underground's probably too long for this world. I'm a big fan of that show just because it's, I mean, it, not only is it something different, but me coming from sort of a uh, creative movie-like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, um, watching existence, you know, it, it kind of speaks to me both as a wrestling fan and as a cinematic fan. But when you got their talent starting to appear on other places... Mm-hmm. And they keep saying, oh, well, fourth season's coming, fourth season's coming, but there's no date that's been announced. Yeah. And everybody, I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but, you know, the, initially they had most of the people drawn up on seven season contracts. Damn. And they couldn't be on another television show. You know, as long as they were on the seven season contract. And the, the, the as when the season end, Ends, then they could, you know, Get start on. talking to other places. Well, you know, they had the beginning of season three, and then midway through, they just decided, all right, let's take a break for a few months. Mm-hmm. And then they rejoined it again, so that's got to piss them off even more. And now there's the talk of, you know, uh, they say, they keep saying, don't worry, there's going to be a fourth season, there's going to be a fourth season. And it hasn't materialized yet, and if I was somebody working there, I'd probably be a little nervous. Yeah. Well, we saw Johnny Nitro. Johnny Especially Nitro. when they're not doing house shows, and they're not a touring house show company. They're just a television company. Mm-hmm. A really good television company, but a television company that doesn't really make money. It, it The creative product, great. Money, not so much. Support Lucha Underground. Support and Indian 205. Wrestling. Just, just, just support it all. Keep 205. Yeah, do it all, and it. support Big Ugly because we're gonna do a movie review next time. Yes. You ever watch RoboCop? 
Yeah, the course. first one. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it since I was like a it kid. better because yeah. I was I would leave if you had. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> when Joe when Joe Clunk brought up those RoboCop lines, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, we can review that, or we review old, old movies, new movies. If you want us to review a movie, you tell us on the Dirty I'm, Ugly Wrestling podcast. I'm having trouble. <laughs> but uh, that's RoboCop too. <laughs> I know. Last movie I saw was a Hitman's Bodyguard. So okay. Yeah. Did you put a one up on Facebook about that? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if I don't go see it like on that Thursday night or Friday, then I usually don't put one up. I heard that was good though. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Okay. Yeah, it was funny. We're going to talk about that. So thank you to everybody at the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. We will see you next time. We're going to go out as we always do. Count it down, Big Ugly. Three, two, one. Deuces. Deuces. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs>